What is going on, everybody? Corey here. Welcome back to another Fly Casual. Ah, Rob, what just came out? And we have so much to say. You know we do. We're an opinionated gaggle of idiots, and that's what you're tuning in to listen to, I'm assuming. So just sit around, because guess what? We're going in raw. It's time to Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! When it comes to the number of dudes we have with a microphone and headphones on, I think we've broken records now with this episode. This is the most ridiculous sausage party that I, that has yet yeah. to... This is definitely now, the Corey, biggest sausage party that's ever been in this particular studio. With the exception like of two sausage. episodes, they've all been sausage parties. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, that they, But this is the biggest sausage party. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I seem to remember huh. Memorial with Day mics. with more people Thank in the with, peanut with gallery. Everybody with mics. It's like, yeah. yeah. Well, in, in this room, it's the biggest one. Yeah. 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 Ain't no party mm-hmm. like a sausage party. I'm just saying, like, I'm thinking of that internet meme where the chick's sitting there and all the hot dogs are flying in her face. You see that one? This is that going down a terrible, bad. terrible route. Welcome to, hey, Rogue One just came out today. Ow! It did. Oh. Actually, it came out last night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For, for some of us. Last night as we record. People that want to shoot their, you know, shoot the gun, shoot and fire, cap off. I got no language. Why stop go. now? Good job I'm, there, buddy. I'm so blasted from the impact of this movie on my brain skull. What are you implying? Yeah, I'm implying exactly what I need to imply, but let's get to interest because there's a lot of conversation that's going to be going on. I'm your host, Mr. Craig T. Wilson, with me on the left. Uh, just lovingly scarf wrapped is uh, <laughs> Mr. Michael J. Archibald. Cold, it's cold, it's cold, cold in Indiana. Cold man. the basement, is it? Yeah, in no. the basement studio. I'm missing the white legs. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have shorts no, on. No creamy today, thighs. Buddy. I know. Aww. I still Aww. might be rubbing my thighs at some point. It's just but. weird because normally when Petrie's here on the podcast, your creamy thighs are out and on know. display. Well, he's yeah. not sitting Sexy. next to me right now, so that's true. I don't know, but the night is early. Yeah. Speaking of which, across my Mister Stephen Petrie joining us again. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? Just peachy. I saw a Star Wars movie for the first time today. Me too. I what? know. I'm pretty excited uh-huh. about it. Pretty excited. First yeah. time in a yep, long yep. time, my yep. friend. Down at the end of the table, joining us again is Mister Josh from Kokomo. Mike, it's not. That it's cold in here. It's that all of our nips are so freaking tweaked right now. <laughs> oh, oh we got tweaked nips. <laughs> it's not cold. It's oh, tweaking. No, true, yep, true that, yep. my friend. And over here, um, I'm crisscrossing all over the table here. Over here, Mr. Toby Robles. Hello. Spoiler alert: the dog dies at the end. I know, dog. Oh, no! oh, dude. Yep. Right after the butler did it. I'm just saying. Just saying. Yes, yes, yes. And over there at Master Controls, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Hello, world. Hey. Oh, yeah. Somebody oh. had to do it. Yeah, Josh didn't Thank do you. it. I didn't Burn. believe that Garrick would actually do it, so I knew I had to. Yep, yeah. Um, well, Garrick, who? who's that? Oh, that's the guy that's cross down with you, Mr. Garrick Nike Hardy. Yeah, my nips aren't the only thing I'm tweaking. I'll bet. You know I'll bet. This is wonderful. <laughs> I'm so glad to be starting you know off what I'm this this way. <laughs> what am I this saying, is, Corey? Didn't we Tell me. specifically say not to do this? I believe. Are we cutting uh, back on the misogyny tonight? Uh, oh, dang. I'm, I'll uh, take a massage. <laughs> I'm assuming Garrick's just shaving his legs. That's Restart. What I'm Restart. Restart. Yeah, no. We're going in. We're doing it. We're hitting okay, it hard. Let's do it. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to talk about some news. And that news is Rogue One. What? It's here, boys. 
If you've tuned into today's episode of Fly Casual, you should be warned that we are, if you didn't look at the title of the episode, which if you might be auto-playing from the last episode, as we know, we know you guys love to binge. We know. It's yeah, a thing. Yeah, you do. This is the Rogue One spoiler this cast. This would be a spoiler cast. If you haven't seen Rogue One and you have a sensitive ears, quick, hit the pause button, go see Rogue One, and then immediately unpause at the parking lot and just sit there creepily with the engine running while people walk past and look at you and wonder what you're doing. This is your one and only warning, people. Rogue One yep. spoilers ahead and ahoy. If you haven't seen yep. Rogue One, the question is, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, Amen, true. brother. Hey, hey, some people are in the hospital. What? That's the only terrible, thing I can come up with excuse. why you wouldn't have seen that. That is a terrible yeah, excuse. Yeah, that is, I'm a that's totally horrible, yeah. man. Yeah. That don't make no sense to me. How did yeah. that... Yeah, yeah, they should do special <laughs> showings. They, you know, yeah, he really should. Yeah, yeah. You, you call up Make a Wish and they make it happen. Seriously. Actually, I think you just tweet Mark Hamill. I think that's. I think, how there's, a, okay. I think there's a movie yeah. about that, right? If the Where bat, you if the you bat kid, to, if the that's bat a great kid can movie. Be Batman to see a Star for a day. Wars movie. Seriously, that is a great movie. If a dead person can see a Star Wars movie, yeah, then people in the hospital have no excuse. Exactly. Absolutely. Does being present count as seeing? I mean, if there's anything that Jared Emway taught me tonight. I'm just saying. Wah, wah. Hey, I'm going to start it off. Blind. Obviously, obviously, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about Rogue One, but let's dip our toes into it gently. I want to go around the table and get everybody's favorite quote from the movie. I'm going counterclockwise. I'm starting with Toby. What? And he's wincing. Oh. Technically, oh. I would be counterclockwise. Okay, you actually, go first. Yeah, almost kind of right. If I actually you go point first, to my then. right, that's where you're going to be. So, okay, Garrick, you go. Yes. Suck it, Toby. Okay, that's no, that's the quote, that's quote that's from the movie. That's a wonderful. Oh, I remember when they said that. I I literally was jumping with joy. <laughs> I thought Saw Guerrero said that at some point. Oh, <laughs> he, did, he did. What's your favorite quote? In the dream. My favorite it. quote is from Chirrut Imway. I know. It's where he says, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. They, they, they put the sack over his head so he can't see where they're taking him. Yeah. I love that. Like, the yeah, joke is that. he's blind, so yeah. he can't see anywhere. So right. He goes. Yeah. He goes. Are you kidding me? I'm blind. I love that. It was. It was very funny. It was great because that was that was very obviously a joke line. It may not have even been in the script. Maybe it was, but at the same time. It fit. It wasn't C-3PO's head getting dragged through saying, going, what a drag. It wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that. Okay, Peach, who's your favorite one? No, wait, wait. Oh, oh wait, oh. no, Toby. I Toby skipped Toby. Is on board, man. <laughs> I got to get this because I know I'm you guys will beat up. me to it. When uh, Darth Vader says, careful, don't choke on it. And he turns around, <laughs> you can see his hands literally choking the hell out of Krennic. Yeah. Just like in the shadow and his silhouette. And he's like, I believe it's. Don't no. choke on your aspirations. Is that yes. what it is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Is. Yeah. Whilst he was choking, yes. Yeah. Well, was, yes. He could have even said, joke. don't aspirate on your aspirations, and that would have worked, too. <laughs> we, I wouldn't want and to And then see after that, he though. left the room, he like licked his finger and made a, a mark in the air. So that was my... It was, I'm Burn. sorry I didn't... But yeah, that was it. That I was love a good that. one. That was a good I one. I love that. Good Petri. pun from the Dark Lord. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, you may fire when ready. Yep. Yep. That was all Classic. right. Yeah. Fire when ready. Wow. Oh, yeah, so I much remember. to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Howie, I can see you to the right of Josh. So you're next. Yeah. So, um, Garrick stole mine. Of course. Sucker. But uh, another one I had, I like most of K2's lines. Oh, K2 had a all ton of K2's lines. I think <laughs> a great <laughs> one that was kind of like, you're oh no. You're going to take mine. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I have a bad. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He says, Wonderful. I have a bad almost, feeling about, and they're like, shh, shh quiet. quiet. Yep. They said the line, but didn't say yeah. the line. Yes, that Wonderful. was perfect. Was. That perfect. was a 
excellent decision. Because droids can't feel. That's right. That's right. Yeah, hey, okay, funny. Josh. I'm one with the force. The force is with me. Yeah. I'm one with the force. The force is with me. Yeah. I'm one with the force. The force is with me. Yeah. I'm one with the force. The force is with me. Yeah. That's another one with the force. The force is. You're only supposed to have one. You're only supposed to have one. Okay. Well, you're you're missing the point. It's one line with a bunch of commas. No, but you're saying it a bunch of times. No, like the jail cell, right? It's for effect, man. If you say it long enough, you you believe it. Yeah, that's true. The force comes into being that way. Exactly. Yeah. Mine mine goes something like this. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. no, and then you have to have like, oh god, oh my god, my leg, my fucking arms choking me. Ah, about the fucking ceiling. How is this even happening? Where's the bathroom? Here, take this. The fucking piano party of death. Get me out of here. Open the door. I'm take this. I'm trying. Take your take your hand off the lock. <laughs> Take it, don't let go of the handle. I'm not opening this. I don't have nuts. the handle. Open the lock. <laughs> oh wait, I'm quoting Goonies. I got confused. Oh. Okay, oh, here's movie. my here's my favorite line. You guys ready? Uh, I believe it, mine went a little something like this. There's a fresh one if you mouth off again. <laughs> Nice. I forgot about that yes. one. That's beautiful. Smacking, Quiet. Smacking Diego Luna, and there's a fresh one if you mouth off again. That one got a big laugh. In the, that in was the, great. The that was today. wonderful. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right, guys. Let's get into it. It's Rogue One. There, we don't have bullets. We don't have talking points, but let's talk about Rogue One. What? Woo. Okay. All right. All right. We're going to go around opposite direction. Ready? Okay. Uh, Technically, I'm the first in the opposite direction, too. No, you're the last now. <laughs> you're the last now. Uh-oh, put me All in right. the spot. Here we go. Mike, uh, where do you put it in the hierarchy of Star Wars movies? Oh, my oh, gosh. Wow. Dude. No, we're throwing oh. out the hard questions early because well, I know first, we're after one yap, viewing, yap about the details. First off, I, I said this coming out of the theater, I, and some people are going to smack me down for saying this. I like it better than Force Awakens, guys. Oh. Um, oh. It's higher than Force Awakens for me. I Guys, wow. this might be number two on my list. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> he oh, stole man. my line. <laughs> oh man, you need to see it, but but you got to watch it a few more times for you can look, commit look. to something like that. I know, I know. That's, and what, that's I said, what I Mike. said that's when said I Mike. came out of the theater. I yeah. said I, I every ounce of my being wants to give this a five, but I don't do that. Yeah, I give. I never give a movie well, a five, like five until stars. right because right. to me a five star is an all time classic. Yeah. So I, at this point, I'm like, but I love it so much. I'm like four and a half. Four and a half. Wow. Yeah. I'll, I'll all say the, all in. I'll say number two, maybe maybe number three. Maybe number oh, three uh, on my all time list. Oh wow! After Phantom Menace, right? Yeah, that's the <laughs> yeah. one. Yep, Phantom Menace is Mike's second favorite Star Wars movie. He loves yeah. that. Movie. Josh, where where does it fall for you? I mean, I'm kind of kind of with Mike. It's hard because of course you, it is. You're you want, in the honeymoon phase. You know, you want the original trilogy to kind of stand on its own. But if I'm actually going to break it down into individual movies, yeah. And, and what this one, you know, I'm still in the honeymoon phase, right? But what this one represents to me in terms of the the heroicism, yeah, um, the amount of emotion that I felt while watching this movie, ton of emotion. Oh, man. In this movie, um, man. Yeah, now, it, this wasn't just member berries. No, the yeah. there were yeah. lots there. There was, yeah. so, but that wasn't the best part. So I'm fighting nostalgia here. This this one doesn't have you know 20 years of nostalgia. For right. Me. Yeah. 
but I'm thinking maybe in the three to four range. Yeah. And, and I, I, my gut is to put it in the two and three. Yeah. But I'm trying to hold back a little bit. Yeah. Right. And I know whenever we did the review for The Force Awakens, we were just oozing and gushing. Yeah. And afterwards, we kind of settled down a bit. So I know. After we had it at home and we could watch <laughs> yeah. it a few times. Yeah. Right. I know that yeah. when I get the wife home, we're going to start fighting a little bit. And uh, <laughs> the kids are going to come along. Yeah. And inevitably, we're going to kind of get talking about finances and just yeah. crap, crap's gonna hit the fan a yeah. little bit yeah and i have my critiques yeah but this of movie, your wife right this movie did Classic. things <laughs> that no star wars movie has ever done and for that it deserves a high spot in the echelon of star wars movies there you go opinion. yeah there you go howie where Word. do you put it well um I typically have a different uh rating system because uh-huh, uh-huh. uh, i rate surprise surprise i rate uh um episode six highest for yeah. me uh i think this has probably one of the best stories mm. of any of the star wars movies mm. but is mediocre score yeah mm. yeah um so i'm i'm having a real tough time figuring out where i want to put it better or worse than force awakens score uh, definitely better than Force Awakens. Yeah, that's that's, that's an easy one for me. Yeah, how about Force um, Awakens the movie? Now, uh, hmm, hmm, what? How does it rank the movie? Is it, Force do, Awakens would you rank overall? this higher or lower than Force? Hi, Awakens? Higher than Force Awakens. I thought that's yeah. what you asked me before. Yeah, no, no, no yeah. he was asking oh. Force Awakens score. You said score, right? Oh. Yeah, the score. Com- oh yeah, yeah. This is better than the Force Awakens score. Both right. in both regards. Okay, good. Yeah, if Force Awakens score is probably. The last, your least one favorite. of the last yeah. ones on the list. Um, now I know you guys are going to be pissed off. I'm already um, angry just now, but uh, <laughs> this up. could be higher than Empire for me. Whoa! Oh, wow. But the only thing that, wow. Imp- the only do, thing that Empire crazy, really man. has, which is huge, is it's got a much better score. Empire's got like the oh, greatest yeah. score of all time. Yeah, but yeah. I think right now I need yeah. I need more time to digest this. Of course, of course. But I think the story is better. All of this is so you can look back later and go, what the hell was I thinking? That's the whole yeah. point. <laughs> True. Pigeonhole and all this. True. Petrie, but like, you? we're in the honeymoon oh. phase. So. Yep, yep. Petrie? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you. Oh, yeah. me. Oh, go. Uh, yeah, do. Number two. Empire than this. Holy oh, wow. nuts. He just threw it down that right easy. There, dude. Yep. Right there. Right I'm there. Right there. He's not waffling. He's he's sticking nope. to it. No. It's so hard to compare because this it is, is this is a standalone story. Now obviously, it is. obviously it's like basically leading directly into episode four. Yeah. So, you know, it's a part of that thing, but all these other movies, I I, I can't separate them from yeah. the others. And so this one might be the strongest standalone. If if I were just to say, here's one movie to watch that encapsulates the world of Star Wars, what what movie would that be? Mm-hmm. And this movie might be there because of the message that it, the messages that it brings. This movie, in a lot of ways, was more Star Wars by throwing out the whole Jedi Skywalker story. You yes. actually got almost a better taste of the Star Wars galaxy. By mm. not having that stuff yeah. overshadowing everything. Amen, yeah. Well, yeah. that and there there was underlying politics, and I love the politics in politics Star Wars. Were, I yeah. love it, and it's yeah. there. Yes, that's yeah. that's something that I felt like The Force Awakens did, like Cheesy Pie Lollipop politics. Yeah. Right. Just, oh. Yeah, and, but the politics in this were like a huge 
I mean, it was the undercurrent of everything. Right. Was the political situation. On, on both sides. Yeah. I mean, for, for the oh, Empire. Yeah. And... Even, even the infighting almost on the rebellion side, man. Ab- right. Got, yeah. Especially the infighting <laughs> on the rebellion. First off, you've got good and bad guys on the Imperial side. Yeah, right. And then you've got good and kind of bad-ish guys on the rebel. You've got you've got buttholes on the rebel side, the hardliners. You've got the people who are like, we need to do everything can. You've got the people going, we need to give up because this crap is not winnable. Don't I mean, forget Saw Gerrera, man. Yeah, and the extremist. Yeah, the extremist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Cassian taking out that dude at the very oh, beginning. That was yeah. crazy. Yeah, just putting a blaster ball again, just whispering his ears like, shh, shh, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Shh, baby sleep, baby sleep. <laughs> and then, you know. Oh, man. Okay, Toby, where do you put it? Um, I would have to say at number number three. Number I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. Um, going back on what Josh said, there was a moment where I literally felt like a kid. I, I think I mouthed out loud like, like this is just fucking awesome. Yeah. Like I couldn't even <laughs> hold it back. And there was a moment like if I could pause the movie like fourteen times, I would <laughs> screenshot every single one of them. Put them on. Yes, there, there was a shot with the Adat Walker coming out of the mist, oh my God. and I literally just wanted <laughs> yes. to like cry. Like mm-hmm. I, I felt like that kid for the first time when the when. The, you see those when he's looking at the binoculars in Empire Strikes Back and you see that foot. Yeah. And then he scrolls up and you see the head. Yeah. I haven't felt like that in 30 years. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sitting yeah. here watching it and I just literally like I, my mouth was agape. And, and all, the, all the sound effects and everything. Yes. And, and it was out. like, boom. And you just knew it. But yeah. you looked and you, you see it come out of the mist. Some of those metallic groans that we like. That Star Wars used to clank and groan and grind, and it oh, hasn't yes. in so long. Right. And they brought yeah. back so much of that in this yep. movie. So number three for me. And I'm. Might even push it up to number two, man. Oh, There's no darker. It just felt. It felt more like a Star Wars. It felt like the original New Hope, which is to me my episode one. I'm sorry, I mm-hmm. fucking prequels need to be burned alive, but <laughs> <laughs> prequels need to be burned alive like this Anakin will, Skywalker did. Right? This, this is my. Three. I had said it tonight. Uh, this was my episode three. Yeah. Attack of the Clones is not your number two. <laughs> what you're saying? The, th- uh, the thing is with this, no. we have not oh. seen a Vader like this in any of the movies. Oh my God. Are we going there already? No, no, no. 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 That's all, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Like so I'm passing, like oh, man. passing the conch shell, Garrett, please. Where, where do you put it? Oh, man. It's, it's kind do of hard to compare mom. to the original. Well, I, obviously, the, none of the prequels make my top five at all. Yeah. Even though there's only been four. What? But anyway, uh, it's no, really there's hard five to compare movies to the, now the, that aren't the prequels. Yeah, it's hard to compare it because it oh, yeah. seems like it's a whole different genre of Star Wars. Like, Of it, course. So I don't know. I, if I had to rate it against the other ones, I'd probably put it at three at, okay. as well behind the right. Empire and New Hope. Because yeah. New Hope That's just funny. has that yeah. that nostalgic feel. Like That was the first movie I saw, and it's just like, that's what got me hooked. You know, it, Not to say it's a better film by any stretch of the imagination, right. but it is, it's better for me, I think. Yeah. And of course, Empire, it's hard to beat that. Yeah. But I think I'll have to see it a few more times because there right. were some things sure. in there that did bother me. Uh, yeah. Like uh, some of the CGI they did kind of mm-hmm. was a little jarring and yeah. uh, had the uncanny valley going on. But yeah, yeah. I, put a, I put a three, but I need to see it a few more times. It, it may move up or down in the rankings depending on once I get out of this honeymoon stage like Josh was talking about. Yeah. And. I definitely think the characters were the strongest, probably, of any of the uh, any of the movies, really, because man, all of them were just so great. Yeah, even Saul Guerrero, who's not really in that much of the film, when awesome. he does what he does, says, "Get out of here! I'm on Robo Feet. I can't run." <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm 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 in my sleep apnea suit. I can't go anywhere. If I I'm gonna <laughs> unplug, I'll fall over and die. 
and and like he she takes off and he doesn't give the whole annoying speech from the previews he just says a, a small part of it and you're like oh he's yeah he he, he just did his whole purpose and that's, he's checking out that's it was moving that's like, one thing some, they did like you mentioned the previews none of that was in the movie no, no, no. like well and i think that goes to show how much they actually changed yeah yeah <laughs> in that no whole, tie fighter up on the catwalk no yeah. no, uh, no running on the beach no, with the plans no, what will no. you do when yeah. they come for you, those beaches. <laughs> but what right. you do? Yeah. No, uh, Krennic walking through the water up to the beach. Yeah. No. I mean, no. we saw it from a distance, but we didn't see it up close like we had in the trailers. No, we just we need Rick Moranis to pop up, just go fool you. <laughs> exactly. I think Garrick kind of touches on something though. We all have such a nostalgia connection to Episode Four. Yeah. That might be one of the reasons why we love this movie so much because I, 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 I have all that nostalgia. I feel like I can watch these back to back. They're entirely different movies, mm-hmm. but the storylines are so connected yeah. that that nostalgia is there from the original trilogy yeah. that wasn't, you know wasn't there in episode yeah. seven. If anything, this yeah. movie enhances episode four. Oh, oh absolutely. And before it we get into right. so many bows. Before we get into that, I'll get mine out of the way. <laughs> so I'm gonna go more bows. I'm gonna go a little more conservative because I'm I, I fear the honeymoon phase. There were a handful of things that stood out about this movie that I didn't care for, even though I'm fine that they did it. I feel like it was the right decision. I just didn't think the technology was there to make some of those decisions. <laughs> yeah. And and we talked about that beforehand when we heard rumors about, you know, CG characters. We were like, mm. and, and and they were amazing, but they weren't great uh, for me. So there were a few things like that. I'm going to put it at four. I'm going to put it right in the middle of the pack, but I'm putting it above Force Awakens. Whoa, so, nice. I can say that, but the original trilogy for me, and I don't want to sound like a homer, but the original trilogy oh. for me, Empire is my favorite movie of all time that's ever, 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 any movie ever. And But I really, really like Jedi. I always have. It's yeah. the one that was on TV all the time Some when I was a things. kid. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the only one I recorded off TV. Exactly. <laughs> but, and then, but then A New Hope, like the nostalgia factor of New Hope is so high for me. Um, but structurally, I felt like this movie, although kind of similar to a new hope and the fact that it's got a slower first half and a much faster second half. Um, I feel like new hope drags more than this movie did. So it's a battle for whether or not it's three or four or for me, whether or not it's better or worse than new hope, which ultimately doesn't matter. Cause I can just think of them as one long movie. If I really, really want to, because Hell it yeah. literally goes right into it. So <laughs> let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about, how this movie plays right into a new hope. I mean, we knew we've known all along that this is going to be about stealing dust, our plans. And obviously that's where new hope kicks off lay on the run. Right. But this movie very literally just, I mean, went minutes into new hope. And I was saying, we were talking before this changes the entire dynamic of the conversation between Vader and Leia. Oh yes. Aboard <laughs> yeah. the oh, Lord. Right. You know, like, you know, if this is a consular ship, where is its ambassador is now just like Vader pointing your going, bull crap. It's bull crap. <laughs> I just saw you. That's bull crap. You're a lying liar who lies instead of like, I'm doing an investigation and I'm going to get the bottom of it. And I'm a hardliner. No, now it's just Leia bold face lying to a guy that she knows knows she's lying. Right. And that I love I like that more. I like that better now. You know? Yes. So I mean what what do you I mean, Josh, you were just talking about it. Like the way this kind of like weaves in to to Ep four, like how does it change your perceptions now of F four? Obviously there's that one conversation there, but now like knowing everybody who died and and, and which was everybody just about who who, you know, 
I mean, for me, it brought a whole new level of meaning yeah. uh, to throw out the word gravitas. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting blank stares. Yeah. Uh, Jane Austen, got it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go back to Wuthering Heights. <laughs> I mean, basically, my feeling was is I just witnessed more heroism in this movie than I even saw from Luke or from, you know. Um, now, Leia is, to me, an extremely heroic figure because of who dies everyone that she loves her entire yeah. world is taken but in this movie to see these people who are not people who have lightsabers flailing around right people just, who just the one. people who just the one. are legitimately going into situations knowing that they're probably going to die yeah um just normal average folk now that i have that connection piece i f- i feel connected to the rebellion whereas i'd never felt connected to it before yeah i used to feel that okay, here's these cool lightsaber people and they're working for the rebellion. That's cool. Yeah. I feel a personal connection now as a normal Joe. As I, <laughs> yeah. Where I could see myself in that battle. I can envision the reasons why I would have joined that battle. Yeah. And I feel more connected yeah. to the fight in a way that I haven't well, Especially before. seeing them just debate over what to even do once they hear about what the Death Star is and can do. Oh, yeah. All of them standing around. Not just a, a small group of the people in charge, but literally everyone crammed into a room, people yelling in the background, and, you know, and it was straight up British Parliament up in there. And, <laughs> and uh, I mean, and, they're, and they're it, a fledgling group at this point. Yeah. It, well, I mean, it, it's the make or break moment for the rebellion. It wasn't like... It wasn't like they were just growing and growing like we've seen in Rebels, right, in the show. Growing and growing and growing all the way up to when this victory that happens in the opening text crawl of A New Hope. It was actually they grew and grew and they got to this moment where a bunch of people just wanted to give up. Right. They were done. They were like, no, we can't fight this. We're out. And they actually voted more or less to right opt out to basically well, yeah. turn themselves in right that's what we were talking about with the politics of it just the just the various factions and and just seeing that all play out was just it was great yeah, man. it's great it was it was uh, it was frustrating <clears throat> because yeah, you had, right you had a few people who were like we know we have to do this and if we don't do this generations are going to pay for what we're the decision we're making but they weren't shoving their agenda down the throats of everybody else who was scared and were like there's no way we can fight we have to give up and then you've got this splinter group of people who are like, all right, they all gave up, so let's just go do it ourselves. And then a bunch more people show up and like, yeah, we hear you're going to do it yourselves and we're going to do it too. And then <laughs> yeah. and then the people who are in charge hear about it later and they're like... <laughs> yeah, that Mon Mothma moment. That little oh, yeah. Yeah. smile that, hey, these guys went off and are kind of doing this thing and she has that little smirk on her face. Yeah, well, like, at first she's like almost like like surprised, angry look, but as they explain it, she just gets that little smirk. Yeah. Like, that was awesome. <laughs> I know... Uh, for me, talking about going from Rogue One into Episode Four, and what kind of changes or what does it do? I think it brings so much more depth, and and uh, uh, I, I can't think of the words I want to say, but just the fact that uh, Galen Erso, yeah, basically sacrificed his whole life, yeah, to be able to put in a uh, a back door, yeah, to the Death Star, yeah, exactly. And, that brings so much more meaning to like, oh, we just happened to found, find yeah. this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. well, we study the plans and guess what? There's like this hole right here, which has been a <laughs> lot of the people have lodged a complaint against that four in the past has been, oh, the giant build giant space station with a major. I think Patton Oswald's got like a half hour on this subject. Totally retcon, man. And it's yeah. totally retcon. <laughs> guess what? That was designed into it to be a flaw and yeah. they would never have Perfect. found it unless yeah, it was Patton. sent out this way. 
where where yeah, Galen Urso said, "I'm going to send this message out to my daughter because I've been forced to do this, and I designed this thing to fail, and here's how to make it fail." And that's why they were able to identify. It that. brings so much. It's much more of a powerful story. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Yeah. Very, very uh, happy about that. So, uh, so let's talk about the very end of the movie real quick, and then we're going to go back and talk about a lot of stuff. But we're talking about how it feeds into episode four. Obviously, yeah. Carrie uh, Carrie Fisher did awesome. Carrie Fisher, yeah. she did great. She's never looked better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man. I, since episode I disagree. four anyway. <laughs> I, recently, objectively disagree. Recently, okay, okay, fair enough. Um, uh, yeah, we saw Princess Leia at the end of the movie. How do yeah. we feel about how that played out? Obviously, she was full CG. Um, um, I think we've kind of, um, prior to the cast, talked a little bit about the CG, and we'll, yeah. I'm sure we'll get more into that with Tarkin and everything. But yeah, absolutely. I, I think the general feeling coming out of it was, you know what, the the CG still kind of stiff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, but you know what, for me, it didn't affect me. It didn't affect my enjoyment of the film at all. Me personally, I don't know how you guys feel. You can chime in or I, whatever. I, but the word Garrick used works for me, which is, is I find it jarring. It, it it shakes me loose a little bit. Like I, it takes me out of the moment because yes. I'm suddenly just analyzing the CG. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly yeah, what. But I you was know what? Doing. But yeah. but I, I think if you give it time, you're gonna get. I, I don't know. I I like I said. For me, it it the, the CG story doesn't get else, better over time. Uh, uh, no, it sure doesn't. <laughs> He's got a point. Well, I mean, but at <laughs> watch some, Lord at, of the Rings. But you look at you look at gonna, episode uh, four, five, and six. Yeah. They're not that great when it comes to special. Oh, yeah, effects. special effects. There's I mean, things in there, effects, especially yeah. in episode four, oh, that yeah. take you out of it. Because yeah. they're so bad. Yeah. Even right. in the special yeah. edition, Agreed. they left some first, stuff in that shouldn't have been left Yeah, first I, for me, practic- bad practical effects are easier to swallow and less jarring than I CG agree. that's not quite there. I agree. You know, because, well, here's the thing. Bad practical effects were usually something that they tried to mask a little bit. They tried not to rub your nose in it. CG, ever since the prequel trilogy came out, and this isn't just Star Wars, this is ever since prequel trilogy, everybody's like, Every look at the thing we can do with CG. You know, look it's, at the it's Hobbit the dude, series. The Hobbit it's the dude series in special edition Jedi, you know, going up to the camera and screaming with his spit dripping, oh you know, gosh. during the Jabba <laughs> dance <laughs> number. But, yeah, yeah right. I, I, think <laughs> we're, I think we're just kind of going into this conversation. Uh, I think it's more jarring because, yeah. one, it's it's more jarring to not to have Tarkin yeah not look at the camera the whole time right <laughs> yeah he that or was to weird. be very distant to not have to worry about it and the thing is Tarkin had to be in this movie. he had to be in the film but did he have to be in as much he was in it and quite then, yes. a bit let me let me I say did. let me say well let me say this when we first were introduced to Tarkin we see him from behind yeah and he's kind of in shadow you see the reflection in the window yeah you see the reflection in the window yeah. and then and then okay we're gonna see him he's and gonna it was turn great. around the, the thing of it is yeah when he turned around he's still kind of in shadow and still kind of dark yeah i was kind of like oh that's that's cool yeah but then, i thought it was going to be kind of in the distance yeah. a little bit, but then no he came Fool right out you. and he's like in your face kind of thing so yeah. that's i think that's where they may have misstepped a, a little, little bit too they, much they well, that, put, that's exactly what i'm talking about the they, they put it way too much in on display like tarkin's face filled the entire screen like no less than six times in this movie and it was always sinister stare directly <laughs> i'm like peter cushing looked all over and was so casual and is what the way he interacted with people in episode four like well you know he, you know intimidating land well that's fine say whatever you say but i'm me and you're you and i don't care go blow up your planet yeah like he was so casual but in this movie he was glaring sinister and here's tarkin. what I, here's what i didn't understand they had a look alike for mon mothma right 
Yeah. Why not have a look like for Tarkin? I mean, okay, uh, that's sure. easy. Uh, okay, Actually, well, yeah, I okay, have, because there was an actor that played Tarkin in Ep Three. So, what's your well, preference? Do you want, do you want <laughs> no, the guy that, that with heavy makeup, or do you hey, want the CGI? That guy was covered yeah. in silicone. And the thing about Peter Cushing what, is what that he was skeletal. So, the more you add to a person, the less they're going to look like him. You don't have but to add problem, makeup. I'm sure he's like okay, that. There, they happen to have a lady who looks a hell of a lot like Mon Mothma. The other thing is, you don't see Mon Mothma until Jedi, and this is prequel, and then of Ep Four. So that it can be, she can look a little different because she's a few years younger, but that she just happens to look a lot like her. Nobody looks like Peter Cushing. He was a very distinct person, and he was picked for his. Okay, distinct so answer features. my question: Do you want do you want makeup heavy Tarkin or do you want CGI Tarkin? I'll take, those are your choices. I'll take CG Tarkin with CG far Tarkin. more reserve. CG I, I, Tarkin with far more reserve than what they showed. I don't, I don't know what you guys are complaining about. The the back of We're his, complaining about CG Tarkin and not having that reserve. <laughs> the back of his slightly balding head was spot on. <laughs> All the spots were spot on. I have, okay, I have so, okay so more reserve with Tarkin, then that applies to Leia too, right? I have. I mean, absolutely. D- did we really need to see her face full on? No, right? and we didn't and have the, to see her the, the awkward smile. smile at I the think end. The, the smile, all of us would complain thing. that yep. was kind of our biggest, because yeah. in that moment, the, the, the line was perfect, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what's like, on that disc anyway? Right. You know, hope. hope. You know, which she could have said porn, which is <laughs> usually <laughs> the answer to what's on that disc. Well, don't count it out. There still might be a little Yeah, there might be. Well, she's implying that with hope. Galen we had Those some, you know, can hold a lot he had a, he had a new folder one, new folder two, new folder three. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Do not open. No, here's, yeah, she said here's hope, what they but if she said it completely scene. straight-faced, they she could have said it iron-clad or face. Or she even could have been side profile in shadow no, a little bit. they should have showed the disc. Because this is a whole Lord of the Rings thing where the ring is a small, tiny object that is the fate of the entire world. Yeah. Or in this case, the, the galaxy. They should have zoomed in on the disc all beaten up and stuff. Cause that, and, and maybe just have her say hope as you're zooming into the disc. Because right. that was the linchpin that kind of was going to turn the balance of the galaxy. Well, that and, was the point of the Undo movie, the right? empire. Yeah. yeah. I would have been fine with that. I would have been fine with. I would have been better if they did the same thing, but she just hadn't smiled. I thought the smile oh, yeah, was a little was too cheesy pie. So yeah, I mean, yeah, considering all, they were still running from, oh, I don't know, an Imperial Star it's Destroyer. Like all these, yeah. yeah, all yeah, these lives spent for this little tiny object. Alternate Garrick ending. Yeah. Uh, you know, they ask what is it or whatever, and and you get the pan in on the disc, and you hear Leia, Leia just hope. Da, 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 <laughs> and the then she turns it over, and Sharpie it says hope on it. Yeah, right. Yeah. I had, no, literally in Arabesh. Hope yeah, volume we'll have to go back one. And Google it. Right. The yeah. only problem I had was why they don't CGI the new Leia in the new episodes because that <laughs> fucking <laughs> that dead plank of a ventriloquist dummy. Toby, Toby. That's Leia phoning it in. I respect where you're at. I respect man. your honesty. But man, you're playing with gas and fire <laughs> when it comes I'm just to talking about how like phoning it in. Phoning it in. I don't think she's Actress. phoning in. I think that's trying as hard as she can. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's just all the nerves in she's her like, face the, She's yeah. like the mom from Requiem for a Dream, just like literally like <laughs> just doping it up to for her big performance. <laughs> big eyebrow guy? Man. That's my big, that's my only CGI problem is that she's not in The Force Awakens uh, and not in the new episode eight uh, or nine. Oh, that's rough. I'm just saying. Okay, that, stop it. Stop okay, it. I'm backing off. I'm, no, I'm telling Garrett to stop doing the Requiem for a Dream soundtrack. Over there. Oh, I got you. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get like crazy flashbacks. My pupils are gonna start dilating, and it's yeah. gonna be rough. Honestly, I, I yeah, I, that's 
the side, I, I said, if you if you turned the side, you saw the side of her and the veil was still kind of half over her face, that'd have been cool. But I think they were just worried that that normies, you know, the straights, normal people, would Wouldn't actually somehow him. not get that it's Leia. <laughs> So I they, don't know how you wanted wouldn't, to, with the the iconic hair. There and, are people walking into this movie today who don't realize that it's not. Yeah, F8. I agree. Like how he right. said, just show so, her, she takes off her hood and it shows the back of her hair. I mean, that could have that could have worked too. That, is. that also would have been a little on the nose. Look, Cinnabons, yeah. you know, uh, right. it, there's it's a that's a hard question to answer. What the right way to do that is, I just. I, the CG is not there. Yeah, she smiled, but the rest of her face looked dead when she smiled. You know. And it's just kind of like same thing with sinister sinister Tarkin the whole time. Like where's where's casual? I don't give a fudge Tarkin. <laughs> Where was that? Like it was barely there. It was sinister angry Tarkin now, the whole time. I have a question uh, that I want to ask you guys about Tarkin because I think this kind of changes my view on Tarkin a little bit. Okay, because he's even more of a prick now <laughs> because he had nothing to do with building the Death Star, but no, he took he's gonna, full credit. You're yeah, right, man. You're right. That he, was pretty. He, he just literally, he literally spit on the floor and went, "See this? It's mine now. I keep yeah. it. This is mine." And now. he literally dies like two days later. Or something. Yeah, yeah, I know, that's true. <laughs> Karma's a bitch. Dude, he needed yeah. him. That's what he did. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that that's accurate, though. I mean, he, there was some discussion of his. He calls involvement the Death Star in, Lucille. Not yeah. That was this point. She's well, a beautiful In terms of the movie, he was in Krennic's head. I mean, yeah. he was, he was, you oh, know, no, there at early. the end of Ep three, right when they're starting to build the damn thing. So let's talk about yeah. Krennic, can we? What? Where does Krennic fall in the pantheon of Star Wars villains? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go first, rather than make you guys, you know, have to sit through me at the end. I really, really like Krennic because yep. he was not. He he was on the verge of being a mastermind, but yep. everybody kept snatching it away from him. Right, yep. circumstances, uh, opponents, oh, ev- everybody Politics, just kept barely stealing glad. it away from him. He was just trying. He was the tragic villain. That, that I'm glad to hear you say point. this because the the book was all yes. about that. The Rogue One or the Catalyst, and I'm so glad and I'm we glad spent, it came through. I'm so glad we spent three and a half hours in our last episode, <laughs> with letting letting Garrick read the book to us word for word. That was all good material. It was right, a, like a right, like because, a filibuster. Right, I was fully prepped to appreciate that. You Don't know make me that the whole time podcast. that this this guy was just. I mean, he freaking was in charge of the Death Star, but like everything just keeps getting ruined. He's just trying so desperately you know, to that, hold it together. That actually makes me happy that that a person like you who hasn't read the book can still relate to that character because yes. I was afraid going in because I've read this book. I have no idea what normies are going to think. I, yeah, I have yeah. all the backstory and I loved it. I think they well, the book did justice. To these I, I think, I think for a lot a of people, job portraying I that. think for a lot of people are going to have to see the movie a few times before they really start to appreciate that because there are so many protagonists. It's moving so quickly. Even the slowest parts of the movie, the camera, as I've complained about already to you guys off air, the camera is up in people's armpits and up in their business the whole time, which I hate that handheld camera up in the business I thing. It. Yeah, I hate it. And it's going on so much that it's hard to keep track of even what's happening a lot. And so to but actually stop and appreciate, look offender. at all the crap that that guy went through. It's I think I think I think long term, Krennic's going to be held in some pretty good regard. Good. Honestly, I, but I think it's going to take a while. I think it's going to take a while. Yeah, for I don't to really see. I disagree. Him. I think I think it's pretty straightforward. I think it's pretty clear who the antagonist is in that movie and his struggle. I mean, I think they portrayed it pretty well. Well, it's clear that he's the antagonist of the movie, but in the rea- in reality, the antagonist of this movie is the same antagonist of Episode Four. It's Vader. 
It's Tarkin and even by proxy, the emperor. Those guys are the they're taking advantage even of him. Yeah. They're stepping on him and his lifelong ambitions that he has ruined other people's lives to make this happen. And they're now ruining his life to just I, use I get him it. I, throw I him agree. Away. I just think yep. he's I, I just don't think people are confused that he's the he's the main baddie. Oh, no, and, of course not. And it's great that he has the depth that I mean, because the baddies. Well, let's let's look at New Hope. I mean, the baddies in New Hope didn't really have much depth. We didn't know much about Vader and we didn't know much about Tarkin just other than, you know, one gets shot off into space at the end of the movie and the <laughs> yeah. other one blows up. Yeah. I mean, that's all we know. So, you know, to come this far, you know, and have a bad guy now that has those problems and that push and pull in different directions yeah. is great. It's well, great to see. There were- one of my favorite lines uh, of critics, I, I don't know if it would be my favorite going forward, but one that sticks out right now is when they're um, starting uh, the, the Rebels, uh, Rogue One is starting their attack on Scar- uh, yeah, Scarif. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and he like turns around and looks at everybody almost in like. Yeah, everybody's standing there. Yeah. Are yeah. you guys seeing? They're looking out of a giant window. Explosions <laughs> going on oh, all over sucks, the horizon. Man. And he's like, get off your butts and move. <laughs> Love yeah. It. So there, yeah. there were two scenes that kind of defined Krennic for me. Right. Um, and first I'll say I didn't need the flashback scene. Um, what, what are you calling the flashback scene? Like her dream sequences? At her, the very beginning of the movie? No, the scene, the where, dream the scene where we see her as a little girl again. Yeah, oh. she's like nodding yeah. off and she's dreaming. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like you could make that connection and cover that in the scene whenever he actually you know, was killing off the engineers and interacting with, with Galen. With Galen. Yeah. Um, so that scene was defining for him yeah and and specifically the flashback the the flashback you're Mm -hmm. talking about um is the one where briefly you see galen and Jin and the mother what's her name lyra 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 and you see them when he they actually were when he when galen was working for the empire before the movie even started Mm -hmm. right so it's before he ran off and hid right and you see that drinking cocktails yeah krennic's in their apartment and they're all friends and hanging out and it's very brief Right. That was in but the book. So you're saying Maybe. that you could have done well, without, without that completely. I, I feel like it was there for the normies. I mean, yeah. we, we knew what was going on there. And I feel like in the interactions he had with Galen, both at the beginning of the movie and yeah. in that scene, they could they could drive that home. But really, my favorite scene with Krennic is after he's been choked. Yeah. And after Lord Vader says, you know, don't choke on your own aspirations. Yeah. I felt like, you know, we were... I thought we were just going to go away and be like, oh, look how badass Vader was. That was so kick-ass. Yeah. But then they zoom in on his face, and rather than him going, (gasps) you see him all of a sudden regain all of his composure and subtly smile. And that told you everything that you needed to know about him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, predominantly in the movie, he comes across kind of as a, a guy who's like a little bit wussy and just reaching for power. Yeah. But in that moment, you realized how much strength and energy and power that his ambition gave him. Yeah. But yeah. what I liked about him, though, is that he just wasn't quite as ruthless as Tarkin or Vader or the Emperor. Yeah. You know or, what I mean? Or quite because as he was a step ahead He of was him. trying to be ruthless. That's what, you know, hence him killing off all the scientists and all that stuff right there in that scene. Yeah. But just... He just couldn't. Grab I, I actually, it. I but, think a little bit. It's actually more. He's not quite connected enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Tarkin and Vader are yeah. obviously very connected. It's their game. They own. Yeah, you know the what? Game. That's that's a good point because yeah. Vader and Tarkin have direct access to the Emperor. If you notice, there's more than one scene I think where Krennic is actually saying, "Hey, 
tell the emperor what I'm doing, yes. okay? Hey, yeah. you know, let him <laughs> Put know. Put a good word in for me, will <laughs> you? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. That's right. his aspiration is to make it up to there, the, you to know. The, and to be with Vader and He Tarkin. wants to speaking, be the, the commander and, of the Death Star. That's his ultimate speaking goal. Of, speaking yeah. of aspirations, one of the things you always need to worry about when you have a new child around is that they might aspirate on themselves when you give the... Gross. When you... When you give them milk, right? You guys, did you guys notice the blue milk very yeah. soon? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that parlays into something that I want to share with you guys. As you know, Christmas is right around the corner, as Garrett always. likes to tell us for eight to nine to twelve it's months always. out of the year. Yeah, and uh, we do have, believe it or not, even though this is a special episode, we do have one last 2016 submission from the Fly Casual Glee. What? Club. Really? Yep. yep, we do have it. Even here during Slave the road, driver, I can't no believe you made those guys work this past. Are week. you kidding me? Ever since, uh, ever since at Sancho Panda VTW uh-huh, on the Twitter has been it. involved, uh, they've they've taken on a new life entirely. So you, you can call him the Krennic of the Fly Casual. You you really could, really could, <laughs> yeah. in a lot of ways. Krennic Panda. Ways. So having said that, you know there there's uh there's someone else who probably drank blue milk. Who is probably gets a lot less attention. We definitely don't talk about this character very often. Luke, in in uh, in the podcast here, but you know who doesn't get a lot of love? Cleg Lars. Yeah, man. Poor Cleg. Cleg Lars does not get a lot of love, and so uh, and so Spoilers. what they is they put together. Cleg is sorry. Owen's dad. Yeah, yeah. So oh, the, okay. the Glee Club, <laughs> oh. Sancho and the oh. Glee Club. Ep two, buddy. Put okay. together. <laughs> That's why you don't know. Yeah, Sa- Sancho and the Glee Club put together a uh, a song. Does you know what if. What if Kleeg were able to write one last love letter <laughs> to, to Shmi? To his uh. hover chair? So uh, oh. without further ado, here we go. Uh, I present to you Blue Milk Christmas. Blue Milk Christmas Without you My evaporator's dried up Thinking about you <laughs> Those raiders abducted you My shroom-picking <laughs> I tried to mount a rescue But they got a leg up on me Oh, he lost the leg. The I get it, yeah <laughs> That's a joke <laughs> It's a funny joke these are the joke from farming And that son of yours His anger Sure is alarming Yeah, with me Yeah, thank you He brought your body
That ties off the 2016 <laughs> submissions from the Fly Casual Glee Club. And, of course, a special thanks to uh, Sancho Panda, VTW, on Twitter. And, Garrick, do you know the name of his podcast? Can you say it? Can you Can, say it right now? Uh, def- no. Wonder Brother Twins <laughs> thing stuff, dude. Oh, God. I, I saw a preview for that Yeah, tonight. Yeah. It's the oh, Fantastic Justice Squad Super Wonder Brother Friend Show. There it yes. is. There it is. So make sure Nailed you it. check that out. Uh, he's done. A, he's done a bang up job uh, writing and performing much of that song. So uh, we're really thrilled. Thanks again to him. Check out his podcast. But uh, in the meantime, I think it's time, gentlemen, for a Porkins bite of the week. Whoa! We get a Porkins too? What the heck, dude? Wow! Ooh, Porkins. I thought we gave him the time off. I could go search some Porkins about now. I could use some time off. But y'all don't have no PTO. <laughs> it's the end of the year, Eck. What do you expect? So anyhow, uh, you know how the uh, the code name for, for, for Return of the Jedi was Blue Harvest? Yeah. It was? Mm-hmm. Y'all remember what the episode two one was that I told you about? Oh, uh, remind me, my friend. I'm, I'm upset that y'all don't take the things <laughs> I say <laughs> to heart and remember them. But I'm going to tell you what Rogue One's secret code name was. Okay. Rogue One's secret code name was Red Cup. <laughs> I get it. No, I don't. I don't get it. Red cup for blue milk. Wow. Back is what? Like was, a solo was cup. Edwards, like a big party guy, like frat house guy. Back. Uh, you should have asked him, but he already took off. Red I couldn't cup. tell you. Dang. Yeah. Should have yeah. chosen he the red so cup. Fast. Yeah, that's probably what it was. I like Josh. They're all sitting around going, "What are we going to call this thing?" Someone looked down at a solo cup. Went yeah. red <laughs> cup. Who cares? Can we move on? <laughs> and some intern <laughs> furiously no, said red cup, and I was like, "Oh, high five bro it's like that one person that's really pissed because they had a good name yeah and they keep trying to sneak it in yep. but everyone always says red cup everybody always wants the red yeah <laughs> red right. cup standing by one day they show up with a t-shirt <laughs> with their name on it they're like what's that and they're like eh, it. nothing it's nothing <laughs> don't worry about it that's well, like f8 is space bear or something yeah, yeah that's yeah. right yeah. yeah so anyhow let's bring it back to the Rogue One talk here. We've talked about the CG. We've talked about the ties in episode four. We talked about uh, how good a villain uh, the Galen is. Can we Galen. take a moment? Krennic. You mean, oh, you mean I Orson? Orson Krennic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I take a moment here? And and we, we've touched on it. Can we talk about that scene with Vader? <laughs> Which one? Well, no. Yeah. Well, at the end. Yeah, yeah. At the end. No, we can't talk about it. No, no this you remind me what that means. I'm going to talk to about the scene where uh, they're trying to. They okay. Oh, the, you mean the one where I peed myself? <laughs> yes, that's the one. <laughs> oh, right. that that one. Oh, yes. Yeah, we can talk about I that. I wasn't sure what <laughs> fluids those were. I straight up wet uh, my diaper. Honest to gosh. Own cow. They're tr- the plans have been beamed aboard this. You know, the fleet, the Rebel Fleet flagship. It's disabled. So they're basically trying to run a disc in hand that says hope on it. Yep. In Sharpie. <laughs> they're trying to run it to what ultimately will be the Tantive Four, which Volume is in one. the docking bay of the ship, trying to, right? And Vader busts in, and it's very reminiscent of the beginning of episode four. All these rebel troops are like sitting there waiting for someone to bust in. You're w- and it's just smoke. No, and instead of hearing a door or like a door getting cut open, darkness. You're, you're looking in the dark smoke and you hear. <laughs> the footsteps getting chills right now yeah and then the lightsaber comes on and you're like oh man i thought these guys were gonna die but these guys are gonna die horribly they're gonna get mortied 
And Vader is the scariest he has ever, ever been oh, on ever. film. This oh is what, this is what this is what Anakin Skywalker looks like as a dark, you know, as right. a Sith Lord. Oh, right. Yes. This is not the old dark trudging Vader David Prowse. This is not one-handed saber fight in Empire because wow. he can't see anything. <laughs> this is like what if the uh, Jedi as powerful as Anakin who, you know, slaughtered all the younglings <laughs> and everybody at the Jedi Academy is up against a handful of just poor little no-name soldier boys. Uh, like the first level of the, uh, the Force Unleashed. Yes, oh, yeah. exactly, right. where you're like slaughtering Wookiees and stuff, and, and you're just like, I am way too powerful. Yeah, yeah I think one of the, the most iconic things about Vader is he's he's not fast-moving, yeah. and he's very just go forward. Right. Precise, powerful. And, and they didn't move away from that no. at all but still yeah, made him yeah. the one uh, hand the one hand with the lightsaber was moving like crazy yeah. deflecting blaster bolts while he's slamming a dude against the ceiling right, and, and throwing force. other dudes th- pulling all of their blasters out of their hands Pulled at blasters once. out one Freaking guy he dark forces up, bro uh, slams up against the ceiling dragging him on the ceiling cuts yeah. him in half while he goes by oh my god oh, he first off one first off i want to say first off i want to say this scene completely unexpected oh, yes. Yes. no clue no. this was coming no. when we saw I, I mean, I pissed myself when we got to the see trailer. Vader's castle. Well, no, when we got to Vader's castle oh, in the wait. movie. You mean oh, yeah. Darth Vader's Citadel oh, and Mustafa? That's right. Oh, man, that's a sweet one right Vader's there. Vader's castle is back, mofos. Yeah, dude. The best thing is, though, where's Vader's castle located? Well, that question wasn't directly answered right. because it's the one planet we went to where they didn't put the name of the planet in the bottom right, right. because I think they're pretty much saying, if you don't know that all this lava <laughs> means he's on Mustafar, you don't deserve to know. There were some, also some audio yep. cues in the, uh, the score that told you it was on Mustafar, too. Jeez, Garrick, you've already lasered in that far? My God, man. Wow. You were just burrowing. He was like up a, all night. He, go, he was Googling. He no, was up I all knew, night with I, his earbuds in. But anyway, I mean, I thought that were... was going to be our pinnacle of Vader. I mean, we got we got to see him, his servant come in. He's surrounded by Imperial guards. You see Anakin in the back In the tank. back to tank without his suit at all. Barely, You barely see oh him, but gosh, you see him. It worked. I, I got chills there. I thought, oh, yeah. man, oh, this is great, man. This, and I'm going to get to see him trudging and pissed off later. I got all the Vader I need. <laughs> right. But then they give us this And scene. then at the end of the movie. Holy balls. <laughs> it was so yeah. unexpected. I oh, did not expect that was, I, I, I believe I, I almost grabbed your arm right before it's happening. I'm like, yeah. I'm ready, but I'm like, I can't. I, don't, I can't. I don't want to admit to you guys how many times Josh and I held hands during this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, sometimes Aww, out of sincerity. He's, he's not so exaggerating. No, I'm not. Sometimes out of sincerity, sometimes out of sadness sometimes out of fear we did a lot of hand holding <laughs> but oh my that gosh, scene was not really my the verbal most reaction scene I'll, i've seen in a star wars movie it's probably the most oh, yeah. tense scene i've yes. ever seen oh yeah, my yeah, gosh right. my verbal reaction verbatim to that scene when i was sitting in the theater was exactly this <laughs> like I was losing it. It was I was scared. Yes. I'm so glad because you know the, the the tendency anymore with modern movies is to throw away too much stuff in the trailers. Mm-hmm. Thank God they hear the wherewithal <laughs> to withhold it all. Oh, oh, yeah. That would made it so much better for there me. Was, so uh, was just, <laughs> there was just there was there was a moment when I was I was terrified when you see him light up his lightsaber, and I was thinking in my head I was like they're gonna cut away or like, something. Count, no, yeah. well that. That or just like the no sequence, you know, yeah, or right. Count Dooku when he just looked ridiculous fighting. I was like, right. this is going to just look oh, Yoda God. jumping around. I was like, don't, please. Oh, yeah. And then it felt so real. Like Even it though, felt how Vader real. Was, how Vader how was he would move. His hands yeah. are whipping out, lifting dudes. <laughs> 
pushing dudes, pulling blasters, taking uh, blaster bolts, absorb, dissipate, yeah, all that crap at the same time, and yet still just slowly be moving, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. slowly coming toward. While this them. guy okay, is we've, trying we've, to get the attention of people on the other side of the door, he can't. Oh get my through. gosh! No, that's, oh, that's it, was, right. it was something out of Aliens. Like let us out, let us out. Let us <laughs> that's out, what I was going to say. That was going to be my next point. As we've talked about Vader, but. How about these poor saps that are getting slaughtered? Oh they were screaming gosh. bloody screaming, murder. Screaming. <laughs> like little babies. Yeah. Sir God, weird. open the door. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It was so visceral uh, and, without being graphic at all. Right. No, you're right. right. Yeah. At all. It, the yeah. most graphic thing about it is a dude being pinned to the ceiling, which was like straight up poltergeist sure, freaky. Right. You know, uh, like, you oh, see that the, one's weird. Or, or, you see or, the lightsaber go through the yeah, door. Yeah, exactly. Oh going through the person through yeah, the, the door. Yeah, the guy <laughs> handing off the, quote, data tape. And, or no, at that point, it's just, a you know, the disc. Right. But the guy's handing the disc around the door and gets completely, like, lightsaber. But you don't see it. And that's how you, you that's how they're playing that safe with the violence. You don't see the lightsaber go through him. Right. You see the lightsaber come out the other side of the door. See, and that ver- that oh, felt very Star Wars to me. It I mean, was insane. Star Wars, I mean, has got a lot of violence. In it, but I it was tastefully yeah. done. It was so tastefully done. No dancing. Well, saber dancing. There though, I mean, the guy that got the disc no weaving is like baskets. scrambling down the hallway. Seriously, like, he falls I down. saw what is on the other side of that door. Yeah. I'm out. Bye. Yeah. See you guys. Yeah. He, 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 he never sleeps again. <laughs> no, ever. No, no. He drinks himself silly, wakes up half naked in the living room, and then just goes down to his therapist, and then starts drinking again. That yeah. guy's not going to live a normal life. No, he's, he's well, hooked let's on be you guys know that guy died on Tampa yeah. 4, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah let's, let's be honest. That's probably the guy that got choked so, out by Vader yeah. later. Oh, you know, yes. he's barely holding it together. He's like, well, <laughs> karma's a bitch. No, he, he's the guy who gave up where Yavin 4 was. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was... Uh, you know what? I, I was I was talking to a couple of you when we came out of the theater. And actually, I think I was talking to Toby, too, here when we got here. Prior to this, we hadn't seen a Vader Unleashed like that. No, no. And uh, prior to that, all we had, well, we had some video game stuff, but more recently, we've had the Rebels episodes. We've had a couple of Vader Rebel episodes. Which we got real excited about. Yeah, very excited. And I thought that's the best I was going to expect. I think we said that. On this podcast, yeah. like, that's as good as that's ever going to get. We're, We're never going to see Vader Because like I that. think they handled him very well, too. If, at the first time we saw Vader and he was in a confrontation, it was with Ezra and Kanan, and they were trying to get on the ship, and they got everybody else on the ship, but that they, you know, confronted Vader. And remember, they pulled down an ATST on him oh, and, and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they, they're like, okay, we took care of him, and they're walking away, and all of a sudden the ATST get, is like being lifted in the air with yeah. the force. And we're like, you're right. We thought that was going to be the pinnacle of what we'd ever see with Vader. But no, just Vader walking down the hall and slaughtering some yes. poor mofos. Oh, my God. Some poor oh. Mr. Falcons just <laughs> eating it you know, in the hallway. Oh, man. Scary was, as heck. It was the, the back, frightening. The back to tank. This is something I thought of. Yeah. And I, when you see him like, like literally hung up like yeah. a, yes. like a scarecrow, and I, part, part of me missing thought, and everything. Yeah. yeah part, part of me thought how miserable his life is, yeah. and how like and how painful right. it, it, every it, single day. What Empire must did be. to show you the back of his head in his meditation yeah. chamber and go, oh man, his life sucks. Now it's like you look at it and you're like. 
and how much anger, like how much anger he really carries every single time he like leaves and he has to put on all his armor. And and, he's just in pain. In pain and and how, because you know, like when you get a sunburn, you got to like lay there and you're like, (laughs) you're like literally like with aloe and you're like all like, ah man, leave me alone. I don't touch me. And this guy has to like literally put aloe on every single day and then wear a suit and then kill people. How much more sunshiny would Vader have been if he had Saul Guerrero's sleep apnea suit? That's That's what what I think. (laughs) Maybe if he slept better you without all the wheezing. I'm glad you're going to Sagra. Oh. I love that character, I by did the too. way. I, I so him. expected to hate him, and I, did. I didn't. I, I loved really him. liked him. He was great. And what I'm, what I'm loving about him, too, and what he represents is, is the fact that finally... We didn't get this with Force Awakens, but finally we're starting to get this united universe yes, that, yes. that Disney canon, has been promising. The canon that actually matters. Because for people that don't remember, Saw Gerrera actually, that character was introduced in the Clone Wars series. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is five I years remember. ago. Yeah. <laughs> Eric members. <laughs> Eric members. <laughs> oh, so, I yeah. mean, and at that time he was a young man who was just starting to, to uh, you know, rebel and, um, you know, start his, you know, uh, extremist movement and all that stuff and right. then you know um i can't remember did, oh, where, did, where else did we run into him in one of the books or in, in, in catalyst yeah was he was catalyst. in catalyst so i mean just the fact that they brought that care you know a character in that they and actually there's some other um there's some other little easter eggs we oh yeah had, um uh not just Oh, okay. No, don't worry about it. Go <laughs> <Sorry>. ahead. <laughs> Technical difficulties, folks. Anyway, um, there was a there was a, a little ship at the Battle of uh, uh, of Scarif, right? Indeed, that it was. I'm glad you brought yes. it up because I was looking very closely and I saw two, not one, but two different shots. Uh-oh. had the ghost from the ghost. Rebels Yeah, in it. ghost. Oh. That's right. Welcome back into the movie. I saw it twice. No. Garrick, did you see no, it? Garrick. Did no. you see it? I did. Garrick? I did yeah. see it. I nobody else saw it, but I was looking for it. I, I suddenly realized, oh, this is this is where it's going to be. It's going to be here, and then immediately saw it fly toward the camera. There was a cutaway, and then a different angle, and I saw it flying away from the camera. And I was like, yeah, that was awesome. So we don't- here's, here's problem. Here's problem. Um, I'm not sure that I saw it leave the battle. Uh oh. I I mean, I've only seen the movie once. Got to see it at least ten more times. But <laughs> yeah, at least this, this year. But I uh, I did not. I'm not sure that I saw it leave the battle. So. It's possible that that's where be some the of ramp. our rebel friends met their end. We need to do more research. That's a question mark. Well, we're not now, sure. now, um, this is something that Petrie pointed out. Yeah, as we're I missed there. this completely. Yeah, and I don't, I don't. We haven't talked to Garrick about this, so I don't know if he heard this yet either. But as, um, as the the group of of rebels on Yavin Four, Yavin Four have decided to, you know, we're not going to do anything. We're, they're breaking up and cashing and. Jen decided to go outside and put this ragtag group together. As they're walking out of the the bunker in the background, there's a there's in the speaker it says um, General Sandula. Yeah. Please report to the. Oh, you know, I did blah, hear blah, blah, blah. them say somebody, but I didn't catch the name. Uh, it was General it was. General Shut yeah. your face. So no. Hera is all, out of all probability <laughs> Hera from Rebels is a general. Is a general, <laughs> and she's probably the one flying the ghost. And she may or may not have bit it at the Battle of Scarif. That's awesome. So sit on that. Yeah, we, man. We need to we need I to do so... some studying, some research. Now right. we know how Rebels right. ends. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> See, Rebels Rebel. ends right as Rogue One starts. Right? Is that how it's going to go? Um, yeah, I hope. <laughs> I hope, but I no, doubt it. But guys, that really excites me, man. It excites me that they're starting to pull in these. I mean, finally, you know, I yeah. was hoping that we'd see that with Force Awakens, but I just have this feeling that. 
I don't know. We'll have to see what Ryan Johnson does, but I'm not very confident that he's going to pull much. In no, no, I don't either. think he's got a lot vested in it. But if the if the if the fan uh, appreciation is as loud as it can be for this movie, maybe Ep Nine has got a chance of seeing a few little Easter well, eggs sneak in. There's like one that. thing I do need to point out for people that don't remember or, or don't know: um, the writer for um, this movie for Rogue One is Gary Whitta, and Gary has written oh yeah Rebels episode. He has, so I know right. that. His influence definitely was seen in this movie. This sure. was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was really There's another other, other thing maybe you would want to know that, uh, uh, who's the man? Jin Erso. Uh, oh, man, I want to say, what's her name again? Her real name? Uh, Felicity, Jones. Felicity Jones. She actually has a uh, sequel in her contract, or another movie, I should say, in her <gasps> contract. Another Star Wars well, movie? Yeah. It better be a prequel. So the, yeah, so there's speculation maybe she would be in the Han Solo movie. And maybe they're just going to tie the uh, spinoffs together somehow. Yeah. Hmm. I was going to say, because spoiler alert, like we said, uh, everybody dies. <laughs> yeah. Everybody yeah. dies. Actually, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of glad you got... I, I, did you make your point, Garrett? Because I don't Yeah, that's the point. That's all yet, I got. So. Um, I wanted to go there because we did. Yeah. We had some predictions a couple of casts ago about <laughs> who was going to live and who wasn't. Uh, did you predict yeah. somebody was going to die? You were right. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. I think most, I can't remember what everybody did. My prediction was that everybody but Cassian would die. Is and it Cassian or Cassian? Cassian. Cassian. Okay. Cassian, Cassian. Andor. Mike yeah. That was the reason I asked the question. <laughs> I got baited. I he took the bait. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, so. uh, I don't remember what I said. Howie, did you and I both agree that everybody was dying? Well, I think ultimately I, I, I said um, they have every reason to be able to kill everyone off. Yeah. Because yeah. there was no need to. I just, right. after seeing it and, and seeing that they did kill off the entire group, I, I don't know how they could have ended it any other and, way. Yeah. Such somebody, amazing way. Did we get any sec, even ways. secondary characters that survived this movie? Biston, I don't no, think we no, did. Died. New no, ones, Biston I mean. Died. No, no. Well, Bale. But, oh, well, but he wasn't new. <laughs> no, yeah. he wasn't no. new. Also, he doesn't make it very long. No, not much. <laughs> like uh, about a day. <laughs> Mon Calamari, dude. Uh, Admiral Akbar's dad, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he wasn't, yeah. I mean, what about, he wasn't part of our, our group. Of, he didn't make it What about General Draven? No. No, he uh, he was piloting the hammerhead ship that slammed into the star destroyers. Did they? They didn't reverse in time. I don't know. I'm assuming. I thought I saw him jump out of system with the rest of them, but it could have been some of them got the some of them jumped out. Well, Well, if you remember, they had three. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. exactly. So it could have been a different one. Okay, so so everybody in our main group dies. Which, by the way, have we even mentioned that on podcast that that the use the hammerhead cruiser that was awesome. That was supposedly one of the three from Rebels. From Rebels, man. Yeah, those those old old cruisers. Great tie-ins. Yeah, that scene. That scene was awesome too. Old space battle. It all matters so much more. Let's talk about these. Space battle. These little episodes yes. that were these little episodes of Rebels that were just one offs are suddenly really important. You know, like that that the the episode with Young Leia where they get those three cruisers. That right. cruiser yeah. was the the rebel would the rebels would have lost the Empire Corvette. would have lit, would the Death Star would have survived everything if it weren't for that hammerhead cruiser. And, and one Corvette. of the proton bombs killed Galen. <laughs> yeah, <What's that? laughs> one of the proton bombs killed Galen. That they stole in Rebels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just feel like though that that all the deaths and I mean they I mean they started falling and when uh, you kind of felt the domino start to oh, fall. Oh yeah, they like, first it was like the with K two the first one with K two oh, with K two so. that was that was kind of gut wrenching, very gut wrenching for for but a character awesome. we just met. 
Yeah. yeah, you know, you you wouldn't and a expect droid. to. Yeah, and you wouldn't expect to be that a drunk. comic relief droid, no yes. less. Yeah, right. Yes. But once you started hearing him and his voice is starting to crack and, uh, you know, he's and he's having trouble actually putting a sentence together because his, his language <laughs> right. circuits are. Oh, my gosh, fried. that was rough. That man. Was rough. I know. I'm never powering down my computer on. again. God, and then Bodie, I mean, how, how Bodie goes. Disable I mean, sleep mode forever. <laughs> if C-3PO ever died, I would almost just laugh. <laughs> I would celebrate. About time, I mean, Goldenrod. Like, this character was amazing. I um I said it earlier that I was actually more sad than when he when KTSO d- died or just decommissioned or whatever you call it slagged. I was I was way more sad. I'm not kidding you than I was when Han Solo died. I'm not kidding. I was sitting <laughs> there and you, bro. I was like I'm, you, I'm not kidding you. I know I I it's not that I don't love those characters of the OT, but right. I was seriously sitting there and I was like. I could feel it. Like, I was like, no, like these. Well, I mean, Force Awakens, I mean, all the rumors beforehand that we kind of knew that uh, that right. he was done. It was happening. Right. Kind of ruined it we for kinda me. We kind of knew I didn't that that know was going to happen. But no. also, no, really, no. the buildup to Han Solo dying, like, when they start going, it was like, okay, he's in a situation now where he's willing to take the chance that he might die. Whereas with K2, it's like, I ain't got no options. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to fight for you guys oh, until I'm gone. Like, that was, oh. Yeah. Yeah. But the domino for all of them, Bodhi, the you know the grenade comes into the ship and oh, it yeah. blows up, and then yeah, then uh, like just Jared, as he gets the signal off, oh, and Chir- right. he dies. And and Chir- 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 they look up, well, they look yeah. off in the distance and see the ship blowing up, and they just kind of see they're all kind of start getting sunken in the yeah. face, yeah. and just I mean, like he he just well, except Chirrut anyway, he didn't see anything. He, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm blind. But Chirrut's death too, man. I mean, oh, yeah. that was tough. Oh, How great yeah. was that? Well, and his whole mantra the whole time, doing as, as Josh pointed out, you know, I. One with the force, the force is his with me. Chant, I, you right. know, his his thing that he's chanting while it's happening, and his buddy who just basically, you know, his, I mean, they're 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 bros. They're they're always together. They've been together forever. They crack wise about each other and stuff. And he doesn't, you know, he yeah, he believes in the force, but he doesn't give a crap about it. He's just like, oh, you're a suspicious old dreamer. But he's sitting there holding him dying, and then he starts chanting it as well. And then he stands up, he's chanting, you're like, oh, he's about to have a moment, but then he does the best thing he could do (laughs) at that moment, which as he's chanting, I'm one with the force, the force is with me, is that my getting that right? He racks his shotgun yeah. blaster. He goes Boromir. Right. And so he, he doesn't drop his gun and start doing something dumb. He just gets up and racks that effort and it's just hilarious. <laughs> and he's like, the force is with me. Chick, chick. Time to lay waste. You know? And I was just like, that was the most BA thing a dude could do while also like chanting the spiritual Wait, Yeah, mantra. you should mention their their uh, employment, what their, their employment title was. Before. Oh my gosh! No, yeah, well, specifically, uh, Chirrut Emway right. was a guardian of the yes. wills. That was fantastic. Welcome Are back. you kidding me? Welcome back. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I just that's I don't first know time in really a movie. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> the wills for people who don't know. It was in the, uh, the original four novelization, right? Yeah. In in the very first drafts and everything, when they would talk about the history of yeah. the galaxy. It was the history was kept in what was called the Journal of the Wills. Right. So and it was an original title way. of the Star Wars of Star right. Wars. Right. Yeah. Star, Anakin, the, the Star, Star Killer Wars, and the, the, and the Journal, the Journal of the Wills. Of the Wills right. Or something. I squealed right. like a little girl when Cassian was <laughs> told, you know, was told the cool. audience well, what they were. And think about how appropriate it is that, you know, Jedha, which is supposedly like one of the original yes. places where the Jedi Jedi get their name. It's one of the original major seats uh, spiritually for the Jedi. And it's been long destroyed. I mean, you see all these massive uh, statues just like half covered with dirt and sand laying on the ground. And these guys were still there. 
it's somehow at some, before the empire as guardians of the wills. So that was still a thing that was not at the center of the political Jedi order, but it was still a thing that existed from their yeah. history. It's, and in this movie, they wiped it out, which justifies in a lot of ways that it's never a subject anybody ever talks about. It right. actually weaves such a beautiful continuity oh, yeah. thread it also, and how it this also exists weaves, without being a focus. It also weaves this narrative that the Jedi at some point lost their way. Like it seemed like that place exactly. was run down and they've the, moved implications yeah. of like right. other like novelizations and stuff that we could get about where that broke where that break took place right. or where where it you know the jedi became more of a political thing which qui-gon pointed yeah, out was, qui-gon was, big, was one of his right. things like this is you know and and who was it that was talking about we was josh right yeah. when we were out on the porch talking about how qui-gon was all about following the living force which is, it really seemed to be the embodiment of what Chirrut Imway was right, about. The yeah. more spiritual side and, of, and of the yeah, promptings uh, and the followings as opposed to the dogma. And just by sitting there listening and feeling this situation, he would just get up and take action because right. he suddenly knew that someone was doing something that was right in the force. Which I'm is ex- following her because her path is clear. I half yeah. expected his body to disappear when he died. I, I almost that. thought that was going to happen. Yeah. Too. He, he, he embodied too. so much. Too. He embodied so much of what I loved about this movie because there were yes. so many times one where this movie avoided cliches that it could have fallen into traps. Yeah. So I was nervous. Okay, we're going to get ninja guy here. Yeah. But when he kicked ass. It worked. It was not shoved down my face. It <laughs> yeah. And he only did. He only really did that in his opening, or not yes. opening, but like his big showcase early scene. And after that, it was all about the deeper parts of yes, his character. Absolutely. Yeah. And it wasn't over the top either. I think to kind of to what you're saying, it wasn't over the top crazy ninja flying through the air stuff. <laughs> no, but I totally I mean, want to was... see it, man. Now, <laughs> oh, that's what a great do? show. You should see it. Oh man. <laughs> but let me just say, I loved the character that is the force in this movie. Of course, we've uh, already talked about how the force was unleashed yeah. at, at the Toby very Toby should like this because it was a lot more mystical. Yes. It was left That's to the, it wasn't midichlorians and explanations. It, it, it wasn't You're saying explained. exactly what Toby said out on the porch when you were inside shoving your Taco Bell down your gullet. Ew. Like Toby's out there going, man, I just love the fact that it's not force isn't like a thing that's in your blood that you like, you know, you know, inject. You don't have to have a, no. you didn't have to have some sort of genealogical advantage. <laughs> right. yeah. You are literally anybody. Everybody can tap into the yeah. force. Corey, and, you had some some words to say about kyber crystals. I believe in the last episode. <laughs> I, wa- I want to get. I want to get now. Well, post row one. There was a couple. Uh, episodes real quick, ago. real yeah. quick. Before we go there, I want to touch on on um, Jen and um, and Cash. Oh, they're Cassians. they're biting it. Scene. They're they're biting it. Oh, scene because that was, sad. I, that was another one. That I thought was very well done. That's one. Uh, whoever was talking about the cliche, yeah, they could have, yes. they could really have been felt, making out, right? Yeah. They could have been making out on that beach. And I thought for, I was like, oh, please I don't know. Go, please don't go. There. I please expected go there. them to lay back in Adirondack chairs and one of them to pop out a Corona. <laughs> <laughs> really, they were there laying on the beach, watching, just watching their ever. fate set. You know? I just thought it was very appropriately done. They just embraced, and there was nothing, you know, like. Like I don't know, sexual man, woman, sexual about it or anything. No, they almost it like, was just they two almost that, nuzzled for a second up right. on the tower, but that was just because they both went through so much. Right, hell. exactly. Yeah. So I loved how that was done. Plus, by the way, and I'm I'm going to pose this question to you guys too because I mean the trailers in my mind led us to believe because there was a scene that was deleted. We talked about um, I can't remember if we talked about the cast here before we started, but right. um, in the trailer it shows a scene where they're running down the beach with the data tapes in their hand. Mm-hmm. So my my impression, my thought was. Gee, I wonder if it wasn't originally written that they got on a 
got on a shuttle and, and, and jumped off planet. Out, yeah. yeah. And that, that, you know, hey, our two main guys got, you know, made it out. And well, Disney also, was like, no. Nah. Yeah. Right. Which is so weird <laughs> because that would seem the exact opposite of what I would have expected. I would have yeah. expected Disney to say, no, we need to get our our main guys off. Yeah. Instead, it feels like, it seems <laughs> like Disney stepped off. in and said, no, you need to kill them all. We need, we need impact. Yeah. yeah. We need impact. And that was impactful to right. be able to kill off that whole group was insanely to watch impactful. the two of them sitting on the beach watching, yeah. you know, the, 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 the Hiroshima mushroom cloud flying at them. You know yeah. what I mean? Jeez, uh, man. That was <laughs> insane. Was I, was I got misty eyed. I did yeah. too. I, yeah. I, I honestly had moist eyes. You know, the sides of my eyes were, were, uh, were generally wetted, uh, <laughs> and, and, and we're not big fans of the score, but the score worked in that moment. It worked. It and honestly, right. yeah. there were there were some good. There yeah. was some, I kind of downplayed the score. There were some good moments for the score. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, and honestly, I in the Force Awakens, the score did nothing for me. I never noticed it. Which again, you can argue that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I was unimpressed. This movie had a few points where I really liked what the score was doing. Mm -hmm. I found it a little confusing. We had a big discussion about the fact that there are parts of it that sounded a lot <laughs> like Padme's theme to me, yeah. which I thought was strange. But big thing I want to talk about is obviously we got no text crawl, which we kind of heard was coming. But we actually got a little bit of story. And then we got the uh, we got the title screen. Now, there was a long time ago, Galaxy Far, Far Away. But we had a little bit of story. Then the title screen. And it was not the Star Wars no. main theme. It was no. it was an audio yeah, member. That was a little. That was a little. It was cheap. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it too. I, I, to I thought it was weak. It sounded like someone said, "Well, weak. let's do something in that key," but then we'll just kind of finagle it. And I'm like, "That sounded so it generic." Sounded, it sounded it like did. some MIDI type thing you make. It was something like something I'd buy stock audio. <laughs> I don't want to get like, yeah, like, yeah. Film, beat. So. I was like, I feel like it was garbage. for me most garbage. Most of the score was that way. It felt very generic to me, especially weak. for the yeah. quality. Uh, yeah. I can't remember who the composer was. Michael but... Giacchino or Giacchino. Right. It's right. Harvey. I don't know. We were He's one of my all-time favorites, by the way. Listening, listening to the tracks independently as released like, oh, wow, sound pretty yeah, good. But really? in the movie, okay. at, at the scenes where they were where it was featured the most, it felt it really impactful. generic. Mm. But the scenes where it wasn't that heavily featured, where it was just kind of playing and kind of amplifying the emotions, actually was really nice yeah so i'm 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 hit and miss about the, yeah i'm gonna have to digest it a little bit more but yeah. my initial impression is i'm not impressed that's the theme song, me, that though, the the theme, the theme song to me was just an absolute drop ball the the title theme the music that played when the title came up it should have been star Wars. it you know, should have been the you star know why Wars i think it, you know why well i disagree with that but you know why well, it could have been a, a better song and i would have been <laughs> i think been i anything. think the reason why it's a drop ball is i think I think uh, Kathleen Kennedy, from what we have talked about before, yeah. they took a long time to figure out if they wanted to do that or not. Didn't this movie get scored in like six weeks or something it, like we, that? They had another guy in the neck. Remember, yeah. 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 This was, this was, Chino stepped out. Or, in, no, he some, stepped in. Oh, he was the guy that stepped in. And it's entirely it. likely yeah. that this is just a quick revision. So yeah. maybe that's yeah. a lesson learned by the time we get to the Han Solo movies. I think they were scared. I honestly believe they were fearful of putting out something that was not it felt like the the no crawl, the no. Yeah. It's like they were just kind of like, we need to distance we ourselves. Need, yeah, we need to distance ourselves just in case yeah. if this just fails. Which I'm can, like, that's okay. just more confusing. Actually, like we've said, I, I, I complete opposite with you guys. I I love the fact they did it for not for people who are big fans of Star Wars, but right. I'm glad they did it for the people who have no freaking clue that this is not Episode Eight. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Because this you're made right. it very clear if there is no. 
you know, it doesn't say Star Wars. It yeah. just says Rogue One. Yeah, there's, there's no, no bum, yeah. Bum, 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 there's no text bum, crawl. That doesn't it's come to late in the closing credits. Very freaking clear. This yeah. is not part of that main Star Wars. But line. at the same time, yeah, I, I would I say to, I would say though that a, a text crawl would have cleared that up even better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah text might, crawl on the nose. Oh, uh, guys, this is not Star Wars. <laughs> Who reads text crawl again. I, I, someone, I read Episode this someplace N-A. and it made it very, very clear <laughs> that why in the hell would you put a text crawl? When the whole freaking text crawl for episode four is this. <laughs> it's, true. it's a point. It's a good point. <laughs> it's it, a it, point. It's a valid point. I honestly, I, I I would have been okay with a different song. I think the reason why I want the the Star Wars song is because it's tried, true, it's proven, it works. Yes. The reason that's the why, and I don't have faith to, uh, for other people to be as good as John Williams in his prime, in or you know, well, any of the other great. Well, we have to get the point. We're moving past off. that. We have to move past that. I know, but even okay. John Williams today okay. is not John Williams. Just like back that, that's fine, but Just it needs like, to be as quality because because the score is an essential. I don't part disagree of, about of the quality. Yeah. I disagree with the whole like, well, let's just do Star Wars main theme because well, no one can do it better. Well, on the find up, someone who can do on, a good. On the upside, though, theme. this was a Star Wars movie. No, it wasn't. So, <laughs> it was not. It was, it was Star Rogue, Wars story. It was Rogue One. It didn't say that at all. No, but the it trailer just says Star Wars Rogue movie. Man. Man. The, it just it says Rogue Star, One. A Star Wars story. Look at yeah. the look at the title. Star Wars story. When the title comes Howie, out, it just says Rogue One. Howie, if Darth Vader's in it, it's I, a Star Wars yeah, movie. Yeah. Howie, yeah. Howie, this movie was actually part of Star Wars. I don't know if it's part of the official title. The official title is Rogue One. I thought this was part of Transformers. A Star Wars story. This is the best Transformers movie I have ever seen. Because Michael yeah. Bay did. I would right. agree. Return of the Jedi doesn't like say Return of the Jedi Star Wars. Like, yeah, it's, it says Star Wars. Hope. It says the Star Wars. It absolutely. Oh, uh, anyway. Return of the Jedi didn't say New Hope. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. right. That's a good point. Uh, but honestly, I, 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 if they had someone else that could compose at that level, and it's the same thing that, like, or if it wasn't rushed, if that same, was the case, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was the it's rush. The same That's thing. exactly let me, what Let it me was. get this out. It's the same thing with that I complained earlier about the handheld camera. I have to eat that because they're, in my opinion, and this is my opinion, it is not fact, and other people can disagree, but in my opinion, handheld camera is a gimpy way to make a movie. And all these young directors are doing it because that's what they came up knowing. And I don't think they could make a I don't think they could make a classic looking movie. Most of them, if their lives depended on it, because they've never had to do it. And so they make it this way. And I hate it. And it's just this new way of doing things that I think sucks. I feel the same way about a lot of composers. I feel like masterful, (laughs) masterful composers like, you know, like uh, James Horner and stuff like that. Those guys are falling out. We're losing them. Well, and we're losing to, to them. Your, and we don't have it anymore. To your point about because you can the write camera. a score in an iPad anymore. <laughs> but, <laughs> right? No, but to yeah, your point, yeah, you can no, write. No, this composer, this this composer, Michael is uh, Giacchino or Cino. I always he has done. Okay, so some of my favorites like Up, Inside Out. I mean, he's done those Pixar movies, Incredibles. He's done that Lost. Dude, there are themes in Lost well, that are just unbelievable. And just I use them. You compose something amazing. Doesn't mean they edit it into the but he, film. Correctly. But he understands stories like because, the thematic well, tones. Because like, I compose the edited film, though. That's but, what the, when the film's done. But if editing, the, if the, the director, if the director says, rushed. I think it was if the director rushed. says, no, I want to have this here and this here. That's true. Last the director changes. See, our now, uh, and, and, and I because you listen to the music, we just listened to a little bit of it, yeah. and I'm like, wow, that sounds amazing. It does sound better. The tracks sound better than they did in the movie. I agree. Yeah. I mean, part of its direction, and that's the one th- one of the things that Lucas always did right with all his films is he was always there with John Williams, yeah, and and giving him 
you know, direction. Okay, tapping the table. I get that. I get it. <laughs> Dear God. He was always with John Williams, giving him direction on, you know, to the push and pull. I mean, music was big for George Lucas. Yeah. Definitely not the case for J.J. Abrams and definitely not the case here. No, I've, yeah, it felt like Force Awakens felt like J.J. Abrams put, just went, I'm out of here. And like, <laughs> you know, dropped off like a beat up FedEx package on the on John Williams porch. And, you know, with some signed pictures from Daisy Ridley, I'm assuming. <laughs> but honestly, uh, the music in this movie was overall not bad. Overall not bad, but it had a few Disagree. spots that were glaringly weak. <laughs> I like the way you said it. It kind of sounded watered down. Yeah. Yeah. Generic. Generic. It was Generic. Like not- I would get and I would get not more Star Wars quality. I would get more goosebumps out of playing uh like Dark Forces 2 Jedi Knight where they w- just wove together all these bits and pieces that were re- redone mm-hmm. and and they would play just triggered based on what I was doing whether I was fighting and stuff. It was so generic and basic but yet it felt so right. And this in and The Force Awakens I do want I do want to add uh I got to see it twice. I was lucky enough to see it twice already. No, nice. like fact you said lucky. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, I'm, better. And I'm better. Not only did I like the 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 second time around even better, but it was specifically talking about the score, yeah, I noticed it and liked it better than the first time when I. Well, that's yeah. Well, if you that's see it good. another eight or nine times, you'll you'll be in the middle row at the rate <laughs> yeah. you're going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you might get back there. At some yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Howie's first time he accidentally reserved. A, we have a reserved <laughs> seating. And it is so when no you way. look at the when you look at the diagram when you buy a ticket there's a computer screen and you have all the seats and rows to choose from and it's so convincing that the screen is at one side when in reality it's at the opposite <laughs> it's at the yeah. top or and bottom and the only seats left were very back and very front right and so I happened. thought I was picking the very back and he wah, didn't wah. he picked the front row <laughs> oh wow <laughs> and then we just saw it in the third row so yeah much much better much better in the third <laughs> row believe it or not. Well, uh, thank goodness it's at least a curved screen, I guess. Pluses and minuses for this film, and as much as they steered away from a lot of cliches that we that we didn't want to happen, they still went with the old uh, the one planet, one climate thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, for the most yeah. part. No, I'm, I'm not disappointed. Right with, about I'm alright with that. That's just something that. Sure. I mean, Jetta, wasteland, right. Yavin 4, Jungle. Right. Actually, um, Edu. It was not. Edu, uh, rainy, craggy yeah, place. Right. No, no, place. no, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not necessarily true because they didn't try to pan off these planets as being completely right. that way for us. They just landed at a place. And Scarif then took was off. Hawaii. <laughs> where <laughs> they tropical. landed, right. But yeah. Where they landed, we didn't get the... I mean, it well, the rest of it was water. You're making that assumption because it's Star Wars. Right. That's not something that this movie will try to convince us of. Whereas I would say Force Awakens did. Force Awakens made it clear that all of uh, all of, you know, Starkiller Base was covered in ice, which makes sense because it's, you know, not always around a Let's sun. Let's not talk about Starkiller Base. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was like, but, that was the worst part. Of hey, oh, 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 we wanted to talk about kyber crystals, and that reminds yeah. me. No, because we didn't. Because Mike parkened me, we did. and I feel like Krennic right now. One, <laughs> one line that Chirrut Emway just volunteers in the middle of a scene awkwardly, which was great, was that at the center of every great star is kyber. Uh, did you guys pick up on that yeah, line? Yeah, I, I did. Mean, now, that you now that the Death metaphor. Star is powered by a kyber crystals. So what does that mean? It means that Starkiller Base was also kind of powered by kyber crystals. I'm just saying it's everywhere now. No, it's the new hot by thing, guys. Get your kyber. Energies. Because yeah. it would go to a star and it would eat the star. And at the center nah, of every nah, great nah, star nah, nah. is I'm just saying it came straight out of Chad Emway's mouth. We don't know that if... 
he was being literal or I, we don't, but it mystical. was is a weird. It didn't have any context. All right, I, kyber, uh, kyber crystals are a thing. Yeah, I want to. I want to talk about the space battle. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll go to space no. battle after we get done with kyber crystals. Nope. I promise. Kyber. Um, the kyber crystals. Uh, the front half of the movie was really loaded with it. It was too heavy, and then after that, they stopped talking about it almost completely. Thank God. And I, I was so <laughs> thankful. I was tired yeah. of hearing the word already. Right. They could have, and the, yeah, they were kind of spitting it out at a rapid pace at one yeah, point because but. that's what they're doing on jetta they're stealing all the kyber crystals right. out of the temples and stuff like that kyber, 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 i mean kyber, it was kyber. kind of a main point there at the beginning so. right right but it was just you know when you make up when you have a new fictional word and you use it a lot it stands out because it's not a normal english word and it's not a new word to us but to a normal movie going audience it's like what is this thing they keep talking about you know so and they made it clear what it was for. It was for fueling the Death Star or whatnot. And I roll for me there. But yeah, I already knew that yeah. that was a thing. I already, that was fine. We told you that. Um, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And and I suspected it anyway. But um, but yeah, I was glad they, they kind of got away from dwelling on the crystals and how important they are later on. Like, even the necklace. I expected there to be some moment where the necklace was going to be a MacGuffin that saved the day. <laughs> I so thought she was going to she was going to find a broken lightsaber, take off her necklace, shove it in, and stab she, somebody. She brought it out, held it, and kind of did like a little prayer when they were trying to go through the I gate. I thought Krennic yeah, was going to shoot her in the that case. Even then, reflect and even then the that was halfway through the movie. After that, almost right. no mention of it, which I was very thankful for. So, okay, space battle. Highlights of the space battle. All of it. Yeah. Yep. Star Destroyer. Uh, I like seeing, <laughs> yeah. Star Destroyer. Uh, coming five. in, coming in on the backside of an X-Wing. Jumping from out of yeah, hyperspace. Jumping out of oh, hyperspace. That, that was, was amazing. Cool. amazing. Wow. That was amazing. And I'm going to yeah. tell you, now I know what it looks like. Finally, after all these years, all these video games, I finally know what it looks like for a few dogfighters to slam into a planetary shield and <laughs> skitter across yeah, the surface. Yeah, wasn't that in cool? Yeah. Oh, my awesome. God. Sweet Sick. justice. That Sick. was harsh and yeah. so violent and or awesome. Smashing and even even the, the X wings when they're when they're sorry, Garrick. Oh. When they were coming out of light speed and then boom, you're in system and there's the starter story. He's like, Well, this is what the pilots see. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or when the Vader Star Destroyer plows out of hyperspace. Snow plows through it's the rebel fleet is literally hyper jumping out and the front the front rows are boom, 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 boom. But the last ones book crunch. Yep. Because as yeah. they're jumping out, the Star Destroyer jumps in and they just blast against the front of the thing. I saw, was I saw like a family of five get blasted out of there. It was that raw. Oh my gosh. It was gosh. like three kids, a droid, a, a puppy. There was a puppy oh. that got thrown out. Yeah, yeah, just dr- trying to drive their, <laughs> their, their medium cruiser. <laughs> yeah, right. there, was, uh, there was so much to like about this space battle, but I want to comment uh, on, the, um, on the special effects because, I mean, this was all CGI, but what I loved about this is that they, I mean, they almost made it look like plastic they models. broke apart like models they didn't try to cover everything with explosions <laughs> yes, which man. is what you normally do yes. when you have cgi collisions mm-hmm. you just cover it with sparks and explosions Ooh. no they showed crap just shattering yes. debris loved yes. it loved it oh yeah. i mean visceral. it was just so yeah i mean i think i saw red five's hand <laughs> at one point go <laughs> flying through yeah yeah at some point <laughs> but yeah by the way let, that's a nice nod uh red five bit it Yes. In the movie. So uh, opening up a spot for opening up a spot for a, one young Mr. Mm, uh, Skywalker to oh. join a couple weeks later. 
Mind blown. Oh, I Toby had just, got, I just, just got, got it. Yeah. Red also, got reusing footage of Red Leader in yeah, the movie. And Gold Leader. Yeah. Gold Leader in the movie. And and like oh, and they, what Gold they did Leader. is they used similar lines from the episode four space battle, but then they would they would cut away and the line would end differently. So mm-hmm. it felt like they were in the movie, even yeah. though it's just old footage and it yeah. looked so great. You know, I okay, so I love that. So yes. the chatter of these guys talking back and forth with the the whistles of the of the X wings, yeah, that felt so much more yeah. real and yeah. like the original. When I the Force Awakens didn't have that, that felt yeah. like the Episode One right. chatter, like where's he going? Oh, what's he, what's what's happening here? And it felt so <laughs> that's not ours. St- Let's that's try not ours. spinning. That's a good oh, move. But the, and the Force Awakens <laughs> felt like that. I hated that language. It yeah. didn't feel real. Yeah, but no, these the guys, Force Awakens felt so the language, the chatter felt so disjointed. But I mean, you guys dumb. know what I'm talking about, right? Like yeah. that, yes. and that space chatter, and that. Like re- like real guys that are in yes. dogfights and battle and gal oh. and gal and gals yeah that's cool but she even sounded real she sounded like yeah right it felt yeah. Dude, yeah I have such a love affair with this movie I want to make love <laughs> Corey to it. brought it up too <laughs> I don't care. Well. not just the space battle but but do you, do you want to take it I don't want to steal your thunder I have no idea where you're going with the so X wings steal my thunder oh seeing X wings yeah. uh, X wing I, I, I felt so happy <clears throat> to see what it's like. When the space dogfighters get to take on an ATAT, that oh, was yes. awesome. Thank you. Yeah, because here we have the scene. We have a scene where I can't remember what cheer it's Emway Gunny Gun Buddy. What's his name? Baze. 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 He gets up and he's got his rocket launcher. He loads yep. it up. We've seen it in the trailer. Fires it at the head of the ATAT, and the ATAT's head turns sideways. And, and you're like, oh, back. did he kill it? Did he kill it? But then it leans back. Its guns aim up, and then it effing explodes. <laughs> yeah. Because X wings are swooping in and blasting the right. shiznit out of them, <laughs> and it's like, and 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 we've, there are going to be people who don't connect the dots. There are going to be people who are fans of the original trilogy, but maybe not uber nerds, don't right? Why they're going to go, well, up. wait a minute, I thought that armor's too strong for blasters. No, that ever. was that was speeders. Those snow were snow speeders. speeders that were upgraded right. just for Hoth, right? Right. Those were yeah. the T forty sevens. They were at they were atmo fighters. Yeah, they're air speeders. Right. They're T forty sevens that were adapted to the climate right, right. and they were not that powerful right. everything was just augmented on them the X-Wings so, well, armor. <laughs> so then the question is why didn't they use them in Hoth if they're so good at it because they were trying to evacuate and any space faring right. thing had to get in the air right. to get out also remember the X-Wings were guarding two to a freighter right, right. Two yep. to a freighter. They had two X wings right. for every freighter, and so they were all being used up so they knew the T-47s were all going to die yeah. That, they they knew that the rogues were on a suicide mission actually, more or less. There. Actually, doesn't Luke while he's in getting his flight suit on, he's ha- talking with two one B or something. Talks about leaving the T forty sevens or whatever. Yeah, like we'll take you know well, we'll leave the heavy equipment or you know blah, yeah blah. yeah. So I think there's even yeah. a line in there to. to and isn't there that. isn't there a carrier taking off in the background when he's talking to R two on the, during that moment At when they get done and he's yeah and he's the like yeah he's like literally having a cocktail like right. as if the whole thing was over. <laughs> yeah. It's like Darth Vader's hunting down his friends with like yeah. this like what we just saw in Rogue One. He's like I don't know dude like where's my Gatorade uh, you know I'm, I'm gonna, going to dig I'm thirsty hey yeah. I'm, you know and he's just chilling I'm out of here speaking of R2 uh, what about our little appearance oh. by R2 and 3PO there on Yavin 4 you know well they were in the movie I mean, <laughs> they were they had to be there uh, they didn't no. have to be on yeah. film they should have to be there because it's not a Star Wars I movie so remember st- yeah. <laughs> no that's right oh, that makes man. absolutely zero but sense I, I, Bail, Bail Organa was there so it made sense uh, that they were there as yeah. well 
I am oh, so yeah. incredibly okay with that scene. I'm incredible. I am I'm, too. I, I thought mean, it was there, fine. there was a lot of like little member berries, <laughs> like we like to joke about throughout this movie. Yeah. However, not to the extent that inspired the yeah, South about- Park episode about member about member berries. But it's not there, nearly that. It in wasn't your face. to me. Yeah, it wasn't in your face. It wasn't as ham fisted, and the story was so good going on around it. I just didn't. It did, I what didn't about care. Pondababa? I, yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about Pondababa and and Doctor? Uh, I, 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 I have a question about this because shortly after they ran into him, Jetta City bit it. Yeah, so they so must they have been had on to their on way, the way out. Yeah, they I mean, must have been on their way to Tatooine. They lost their ones. Up until this movie, they had the death sentence in 13 systems. <laughs> <laughs> but then one was taken care of. What? They didn't have to worry about their legal nice. troubles. Was it just Jedi me anymore. or was Honda Baba holding him back? From uh... Uh, It looked like it. Yeah, yeah he yeah, was. Dr. Amazon was going to start that fight, and Ponda Baba was like, no, bro, don't worry. There's some young kids we can kick around in some <laughs> backwood planet somewhere. It'll be fine. I'm drink it off in a bar in Tatooine. Exactly. They, oh no! How can me draw architecture with only one? No, okay, that was yeah. a joke about chicken. Thing. No, no. Remember, he was practicing to be a concert celloist right. or something like oh, that. Yeah, was that it? <laughs> There's another thing I appreciated about the battle scenes, and in the past we've seen the generals kind of strategizing and and even mid battle strategizing, but it didn't feel like maybe they had like I don't know researched actual battle. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, how would these dogfights take place? Yeah. And the, the the interaction between the generals on the rebel side and all of a sudden, you know, they use all they, you know, take out an entire destroyer and then a suggestion's made. OK, let's, you know, ram it into the other one. And just the strategizing uh, and the way yeah. that we saw it playing out <laughs> in real time. Yeah felt authentic and he was yeah. like moving around like looking down oh yeah with swinging his, back around yelling yeah. at people his like glass bottom command ship <laughs> yeah he was in. just yeah. like he was everywhere he, he was like, like his chair looks like it's built out of like shake shaky pvc pipe <laughs> oh, yeah. that was a horrible was so place wonderful. for a command module too you gotta have a lot of shields yeah, right, up front. <laughs> yeah, right up front surrounded bottom, by glass sticking out yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, gentlemen, before we tie this wonderful one off, I'm going to go around the around the table one more time. We're going to go clockwise again. I want to know how many times total you plan to see this in theaters, Mike. Uh, probably five or six. Yeah, man. I don't doubt that. You're one of those. <laughs> I yeah, should have gone the those. other direction. Is, is this a f- <laughs> our final comment time? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you have something else to say, say your piece. Well, don't right? just no, 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 <laughs> no, no. You're not. No. No, I know you. <laughs> answer the question. Just answer the question. We'll we'll do a final thoughts moment afterward. Um, I'll see it a minimum of two more times. Yeah. We'll yeah. Okay. Howie, you've seen it twice. How many total? Yeah, that's tough. Uh, uh, I'd like to at least see it one more time. Yeah. But I'm really kind of anxious also to see it on my own. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's that's the thing I'm hot and for. And being the most. able to pause and and just dissect. Being it a able to more. have brightness that's worth a darn <laughs> yes. would be nice. Good God. What about you, Petrie? Uh, I know at least for sure one. It'd probably be two. Yeah. Yeah. More, at least. Toby, you have a love affair with this. You want to make love to this movie. I want to make love to this movie. How many more times do you see Behind McDonald's parking lot. How many yeah, total? <laughs> In the back of a VW Beetle. He's leaving I, after this to go <laughs> see it. I'm gonna pro- I promise you right now, I are, I'm counting my my hand, my one hand so far, at least five the more The other times. hand's busy. Five more times. Five, I'm, not, I'm six, not kidding at you. Least, at least The other six, hand is my man. Yeah. The I'm other hand is you. a little busy right now. Because I already can tell you right now, there are already like three people wanting to see it again. I haven't even seen it with, and there's another 
other person I got to see with that I just saw with. Yeah. That's like four times. And then I already know there's a bonus time in there when I'm sitting around bored. <laughs> I saw it with at least five more times. I saw it with all my Star Wars nerds in one day, except for Gary. You know, well, not all of them, but all of the available ones. I would normally go see this with my parents again because yep. my parents are the ones that fostered my Star Wars fandom. Although, of course, it pales in comparison to how far I took it. But they just uh, they're 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 vacationing. So now I'm like, hmm, crap. I need an excuse to see it again. Oh, because yeah. I want to see it at least one more time. I saw Force Awakens twice. I definitely want to see this again. So maybe over uh, over Christmas, I can convince a, another family member that they need to go see it with me. So we'll this see is what your happens. this is your one time to see this movie in this format. Yeah, because you're not going to well, get it again. Well, well get if history taught us any lessons, that's, that's not it. <laughs> maybe we'll get bored of right. Years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we maybe we could. Maybe we can get that'll be our little getaway from the noise at Wait, New Year's. Fifteen years oh, of the point. special edition release. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Garrick, we could go see it together. Yeah. Can, how many times yeah, can I see it before bro. Toby makes love to it? Because that's how many times um, before it's used. You're before have, like, it's used sloppy, and abused. You're gonna have like sloppy seven. <laughs> no, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have it. You're gonna have it. And you're gonna enjoy it. Is what I'm saying. All right, now let's do it. Final thoughts. Anybody can chime in. Anything else that you want to say about the Force I, Awakens? No, oh, yeah. about Rogue One. Something. Crying. Something I've been kind of. Ray was a Mary uh, Sue. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. Uh, does this in any way diminish what Luke has done? Because I almost feel like it does. I feel like it puts it in perspective. I feel like, okay, yeah, here are these people that you've been cheering on, but now understand all, the, you know, is a lot more than many Bothans who died to bring you, you know, information for something. Like, there, look at all the people that have to do what they do to support. You get tastes of that in the movies, in, in, the, in, the, in the main movies, but this movie was all about exactly that. There were no whiners in this movie. No. no there's, really usually, there's usually been one in all the others. Yep. Yep. Bodhi, Bodhi was God. close. He was the closest, yeah. Yeah. He he had that thing sucking his brain. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm giving, so he's got a little bit I'm giving him a pass because for, he was really nervous because he thought he was going to ex- get executed. And then after that, he had his brain scrambled. So yeah, I'm going to give him a pass. I'm going to give him a pass. But I don't know. I Mike, you're sitting there thinking real hard, chewing on your bottom lip. <laughs> one of the, one of the things that we haven't that touched on that uh, really affected me about the movie, and it always does, is the the parental relationship. I think that brought a lot yeah, of depth yeah, to the absolutely. movie. You know oh, that man. that Jen yeah. as, as yeah. a child is ripped away this from is, her family. This is my dying message to my daughter that I don't even know if is alive. Right. They got that they dude their... with a daughter thing hit me. I'm just like, yeah, oh. I know. That's me yeah. too. Right. Well, when he left her at the beginning, too. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, when he left her rough. at the beginning, here's but the, here's but, the plan. Seeing, but seeing their, you know, his dying moment and her, you know, and I, you know, that was her turning point. You know that hey, you know, because prior to that, she was just kind of, she was just a criminal, you know, yeah. always getting picked up and blah blah blah, and that was her turning point into something that you know was bigger than her. So yeah. um, I don't know that that was had some deep impact to me in the film. Right. Right. Well, my final thought is. Before I saw episode eight, I or episode excuse seven. me seven, the Force Awakens, I I knew what was going to happen, and I think I made this comment afterwards. I said I knew it was going to happen the whole time, but it yeah. still worked. Yeah, I knew exactly what was going to happen this entire oh, movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, Rogue One, you knew how it was going to turn out, but the entire time yeah. I was nervous. Yep, that it wasn't gonna yeah. end the way that <laughs> I knew it was some, gonna end. Somehow they're not gonna get the Death Star planes. <laughs> Seriously, How is that even a problem for me. But so it was. to be able to pull that off in yeah, the writing, right. and and I was even questioning myself while watching it. 
Josh, why in the world are you so nervous right now? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. why are you nervous that why she's are you not, squeezing that Corey's that hand? That she's as not going to climb are. up this yeah. thing and that she's not going to get it, and they're not going to like. I the whole time was like, oh, come on, please be able to do this. I knew that that was going to happen. <laughs> hey, but the, the writing was amazing. Yeah, the writing, Gary, Gary Whitteman, the character Gary development pulled it off. Um, I care about these characters more than any character in the force awakens. And that includes Ray. And, and, and I think I will come to appreciate Ray more as I learn more about it, but they, they were not able to pull off the amount of character development in the force awakens that they were able to do in this short film with this many characters. I cared about every one of those guys that's on some level more so I mean, probably, you know, I cared about Bodhi, I think, more than I <laughs> care about Finn. I was going to say this with you. I care about oh, yeah. any of yeah. them. Any, I cared about any of them more than I care about Poe Dameron. <laughs> Amen. Oh, Amen, yeah. brother. And, and just pick one. Yeah. Right. Krennic. I care about Krennic more the, than Poe yeah. Dameron. The, the, the two I, other I can, guys that they brought with them, I, I cared about yeah, them. But what that's about not a joke in any way. And I think that the Force Awakens characters are all cool. Yeah, I do too. They did really cool stuff with them in the movie. You know, certain scenes I can think of right now where I'm like, oh, that was so badass. Yeah. But I didn't care about them the way that I yeah. immediately cared about these characters. Yeah, yeah. I, Force I love, Awakens yeah, writers these doing Han Solo. They're all antiheroes, <laughs> all of them, and that except maybe well, for a few exceptions. Maybe Chirrut was not necessarily an antihero, but they were all not nice people. Like like right. uh, they Cash, were all, they're all rejects. Right. He was he was a freaking assassin. They told him to yeah. go yeah. places, Jando and if Donna it didn't work out, you dick. killed him. Yeah, I exactly. mean, he was a spy slash assassin. This is something we've never seen outside the EU, and maybe even not then. Uh, something yeah. to the like the rebels sending out someone to like a hit squad to go kill some people, making it real. Yeah. And and even then, even then, Saul Guerrero's team worse than yes. them. Yes, yeah, right, worse <laughs> yeah. than them. Extreme. Yeah. So, oh man, that's the thing. If you love Rogue One the way we love Rogue One, make your voice heard. Make everybody at Disney and Lucasfilm. I don't care if you guys send letters to Kathleen Kennedy herself, Vote with your the, dollars, the, the, the queen of the land, and and yeah, go see the movie a bunch of times and tell them how much what you like about this movie. Because guess what? It could be that our main series Star Wars movies don't ever get this kind of depth. We don't need the darkness. We don't need the as much violence. But the depth and the writing, yeah. hot dog. Tell them what you love about it. That's the important yeah. thing here. If you find something in Star Wars or anything that you love, make make it known. Don't just complain about the bad stuff because then you're just going to start a podcast somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but tell them about the things you love because getting that message out means all the more getting that stuff to enjoy. And that's yep. what it's all about, right, gentlemen? That's right. Yeah, it'll uh, make uh, it, it's going to make Rogue Two that much better. It's oh, going to yeah. be about many Bothans, oh, yeah. and they're going to die. No, Rogue Two is going to be about uh, finding Han and Luke out on the ice yeah. and then going oh. and fighting the AT-ATs. That doesn't sound exciting at all. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Echo Base? Yeah. This is Rogue Two. And you. in the meantime, uh, won't you please follow us on Twitter at FlyCasual1138. And, of course, follow Mr. Sancho Panda VTW at that uh, <laughs> on Twitter as well. And uh, and make sure you tell him what a great job he's done whipping the Glee Club into anything that's even remotely valuable whatsoever. Because we certainly appreciate it and our ears appreciate it even more. Uh, won't you uh, also go to Facebook, facebook.com uh, slash podcast. And uh, follow us there. And of course, uh, Mr. Uh, Steve Powell, foreign correspondent of the UK. Still a big, 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 
big influence on what we do. Back in business, by the way. That's right. And he is loud and proud on Twitter. And you got to follow him there. We want to say also special Merry Christmas out, Steve Potter. We love you, man. You have no idea how much of a value you are to us because there are no... There are no people on this planet any worse at telling people how much they're appreciated than us. I really want to hear what that, that guy thought. I do, too. I do, too. Maybe we were going to have to, just like last time, do another one yeah. and have him on. So I'll tell you what, though, everybody. This has been great. Uh, run out. Give us a nice little review uh, on iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you get the podcast. But go see Rogue One a bunch more times. Am I right, Jordan? Oh, yes. And they're already estimating... As high as 160 million opening weekend. Wow. That's pretty, oh, not there bad. are some number. There are some overseas numbers tonight in domestically less, less than not, domestic numbers are not in worldwide yeah. numbers right now. It less than 24 hours already at 33. Million. Holy cow! You know what? Everybody said it's not going to do Force Awakens number, and maybe it doesn't, but it's gonna be. Huge. That's a win. That's a win for all. Of us. It absolutely yes. is, everybody. So keep the win going. In the meantime, I'm Corey. Over there's Mike. Do you think Felicity's single? Uh, I don't even probably Google that. Oh, you can probably Google that. She's a good-looking wolf. She's a pretty lady, talented. Yeah. Yep, yep. I want to see more movies with her. Over there's Josh. Uh, Felicity and I and the Force uh, could maybe be one. Gross. Just, come on. You did such that a good work. job. Like, that if, 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 you, oh. if you become one with the Force, that means you're going to take each other out, right? I'm pretty sure Josh just put his words through a Yoda <laughs> translator. I'm not sure. Uh, back there is Howie, Master Control. Uh, sales of the Black Series Rogue One figures are going to go yeah. up. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, I feel really dumb for not getting a couple before. Yeah, stupid. I'm trying to wean myself off of them. Over there's Petrie. That Star Destroyer is disabled. That's right. Ion torpedoes. What? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Over there is Mr. Toby. I jokingly said that I was going to throw away my Star Wars poster, Rogue One, uh, when I got home, and now I'm keeping it and framing it. Yes, so. yeah. bro. Of course, over there somewhere Rogue is One. Am I right? Rogue yeah. One. Indeed. My friends, I have got to go because this movie has reduced me to jelly. Mm, jelly. You think they have a midnight showing? I still might got a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you got time. 30 minutes to get they there. They do, yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. let's do an encore presentation real quick. Ready? And now. Christmas without you. My evaporators dried up thinking about you. Those raiders abducted you, my shroom-picking shrew. I tried to mount a rescue, but they got a leg up on me. Oh, in and the room might burn out from farming. Son of yours, his anger sure is alarming. He brought your body back tied, wrapped in sackcloth of white. So I'll have a blue, blue, blue milk Christmas 
bug fella was the second best thing I ever did. I mean, it sucks that you're dead and all, but at least I got this sweet Professor X chair in the end, and well, that's, that's kind of nice. Yeah.